0: Now, how often do you uh take those uh coupons like oh, that? I like, take them like almost never. Never. It's literally like if I know I'm going to Popeyes, I'll bring it just to save like two dollars.
1: Do you remember to bring them though? No, most of the time. <laughs> how about you, Bert? Tom.
2: I carry coupons in my wallet. I don't know about you guys. Oh shit! I got I got a variety. I got McDonald's, Wendy's. Papa,
1: that's that seems like a lot of work
2: i'm ready in the moment so if i have a craving i'm like yo i got <laughs> they're ready to go i save money i optimize my finances i'm good
1: yeah yeah i optimize my my hunger i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well anyways we're we're already starting so thanks everybody who knows about that. you keep coupons in your wallets now i recommend it guys savings <laughs> it's hard
2: times out there right now <laughs> Indeed. Feed yourself, save your money.
1: Do you know that fucking South, uh, Romaine lettuce is like $7.99 now? Do you know why? Because
2: there's just lettuce shortage. No, the Romanians don't want you eating it. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I don't think the Romanians care about Canadian issues right now. Bro, it's not Canadian issues. That's a that's an American issue. Oh, look at the back of the goddamn Andy boys. I'm pretty sure it's like, fucking made in California. Yeah, that's not Canadian. Well, regardless, do you think it's that Romanian eater? I know, I know.
0: <laughs> it almost reminds me of my favorite metal band, All That Remains.
1: Don't tell me that's an actual band.
2: It is, but he put a spin on it.
1: Yeah. It's All That Remains. Yeah.
0: Uh, hey, let's start it I, I got that one. Oh, um, yeah. man. Shout out to the, the metal people who actually...
1: <laughs> Listen to all that remains, all all bands. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the best motherfucking podcast in 2023. Yeah, I'm saying that so loud. Welcome to Cashers and Critics, first episode of 2023. I'm excited, and I got everybody with me. I got Brandon.
0: Oh well, yeah, this I'm is what you're
1: supposed to say. Hi. Oh hello. I got our favorite and most uh, per- like visits on the podcast john yes i'm the special guest tonight yeah i uh i, I actually was writing this down you are our most special guest that is, anybody else, like, is anybody
2: else like somebody else no been here
1: everybody's been one time
0: one time eh? yeah. i want us to introduce him as joker <laughs> i don't know why it <laughs> because
2: i'm a funny guy
1: yeah and do we get what I'm like mushrooms i'm a fun guy yeah do we get what we deserve yeah. All the time. Damn. All the time. You're just tired of hiding it, too? I never hide it, bro. I let <laughs> the open all the time. So, if you haven't heard our little banter right now, we are doing uh, Joker from 2019. Yes. How is
2: this beer still cold? That's what I want to
1: <laughs> It's been sitting
2: out this whole time. Yo, yo still you know a low-key. I
1: kind of forgot to put it in the fridge. But... And it's still it's, nice, though. It's, it's still nice. Okay, yeah. way to the bottom.
3: It's
1: going to be tough. My drink isn't that cold. Well, cheers on that one. <laughs> Are we cheersing? Uh, I'm choosing. Okay, cheers. Like, one time right here. That's it. Okay. As we, he's drinking Moose PBRs, all sponsored by us, hopefully, one day. Yeah, coffee and coffee. We're yeah, by the whole world them. brand of coffee. Sponsored by Colombia, Colombia. <laughs> yeah. The whole country's backing us up. That <laughs> I feel kind of kind of scared now.
0: Yeah, our analytics
1: were really popular down in Colombia. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, yes, we are doing Joker, a very um controversial film. I like to say. I mean, I don't think it's controversial anymore. I think no, it's- well
0: it's at the time it was. Yeah, and I never got that. For no reason. Yeah.
2: No reason whatsoever. It was everything that was happening in one very specific country.
1: <laughs> the United States. They didn't understand that, bro. <laughs> the United States. There bro. you go. <laughs> Damn, my cup is hard, man.
0: This <laughs> was before this movie came out before twenty twenty two, so that's even
1: Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. And um, did you watch this opening weekend, Brandon? Because like I know my story with John. Like we watched it together. No, I don't like going
0: opening weekend to the theater. I just don't like it being too crowded. Mm. Have you ever done it? Opening weekend? I've been been on an opening weekend, and I. I What films? I can't remember. I'm just traumatized from like working in a movie theater <laughs> and like being opening weekend, like for Dark Knight and stuff. Oh, God. Oh, God.
1: Yeah. It was mm. less like.
4: There's well, just... that was
1: Dark Knight Rises, actually. Just saying. <laughs> what? No, not for me. The was... tragedy that happened in uh Yeah, Colorado. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you guys were mentioning that. I think he that. Was talking about I just
0: his... mean, in general. Yeah. Oh. I was there for when Dark Knight came out and I
1: was like, bruh, this is so busy. It's like ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
3: It's
1: packed. So I can imagine, like, if you, like, Avengers Endgame, and you're still working in theaters. Oh, that'd be awful, too, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I wanted, I was sad, because I wanted to work across the other, we had another theater, like, across the street, which was the same chain, but they only showed more, like, independent slash, like, you know, critically acclaimed films. So they're, Mm. like, we're showing, like, Dark Knight and whatever else came up that year, and they're, like, showing, like, oh, we're going to show Capote or (laughs) The Boy in Striped Pajamas, you know?
1: Shout out to that movie. That movie's fucking sad as hell. Yeah, you watch it? Boy in the striped pajamas. I don't want to watch it, bro. <laughs> it's fucking sad. As <laughs> I'm not ready.
2: I'm not ready
0: for that. <laughs> yeah, but as you can imagine, that theater wasn't necessarily like popping off. Mm-hmm. It was just like you'd go there to like, I want to watch this film, the quiet film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everybody that goes in there is very distinguished or old or old. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of sad films, or <laughs> this film is also very depressing. Yeah. Oh, Do you yeah. guys
1: have favorite theaters for shit like that? I'm just, I'm very I'm really curious because, <laughs> like, without doxing ourselves, <laughs> well, everybody knows we live in Toronto at this point. <laughs> okay, well, but like, we live like in Toronto, yeah, I, I don't Toronto, know the, the the country. <laughs> <laughs> I live in the other Toronto. <laughs> yeah, but everybody has like some movie theater where they generally like to watch films. Like I know, with being you, it's like we like for big films. We watch for me and John. We watch Scorchback Arena. Yeah, it's like Arena Theater. What am I saying?
2: No, it's the arena.
1: No, yeah,
2: they they have a projector and they play it on the ice with the fucking like you know
1: like dun 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 like I
0: know. I remember when I was a kid, we used to actually drive out to like the Coliseum. Oh, that's far. That's a nice theater, though. Yeah. That's a gorgeous
1: theater. Well, yeah. I mean, you have the space, right, to literally build a massive building, right? Like yeah. That. Yeah, exactly. I've always been, like, so. Girls of Scotia Bank, Scotiabank Theater, for, like, indie films, I always like Varsity. For us. I always thought, like, it's the only theater that, for me, that plays, like, indie films. That's yeah. close to me.
2: They have, like, some of the smaller name films,
1: yeah. Yeah. I know.
0: As I get older, I find a lot of theaters <laughs> are distinguishing to that they have vip or do they not <laughs> do you like vip i mean i do like it i just don't like paying for it fair enough i, do. I think it's worth the money though
2: i think yeah. it is um yeah those seats alone is is
0: worth it yeah just like you're sitting at home except for a lot of people it's better than the seats they have at home so yeah 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 most people don't have like leather reclining <laughs> seats you know what, on
1: what i watched
0: shout, shout out to stc mm-hmm.
2: For the uh small soldiers display
1: yeah it's still up
2: there walking small oh. soldiers like a- you walk in there it's a time capsule have you been to the scc yeah,
1: no they have a small soldiers display yeah. hanging from the ceiling they like, have like okay. the gargalites okay. and then the <laughs> this
4: guy remembers the name <laughs> it's the gargalites and somebody decepticons uh, they're not the decepticons that's <laughs> <laughs> transformers
1: <is Chance> <laughs> But, like, yeah, the bad guys and, like, the fucking natives, okay? The Americans and the natives. That's, a, in all honesty, if we ever watch The Small Soldiers, that's literally the fucking thing. Yeah, the Americans and Avatar natives. Avatar before Avatar. Yeah. 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 Loki. That's a great fucking yeah. movie. Yeah. Yo, if anything, yeah, we need to stop saying Avatar is about dancers with wolves and fucking Pocahontas. It's we about- need to say it's Small Soldiers. <laughs>
0: Like five people will get that reference. <laughs> yeah, word. Never watch that film. Word. Yeah, but um, back to the Joker controversy. Why was it so controversial again? Like, I heard there's something about the violence, or I don't remember if there was anything else
1: about it. Well, I, I remember like people were just like saying like, oh, if you watch this film, like. Like, it's going to drive you crazy. Oh, it's so violent. Like, like, when I watched this movie, I was so, like, deeply traumatized by it. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about, man? I think
2: it was more so, from what I remember, it was a lot of people were just concerned. Oh, people are going to get the wrong idea from this movie and try and mimic Mm -hmm. what happened in the movie. Mm -hmm. You know, like, because I remember a lot of people were like, yo, like... The theaters were worried about people coming in with um uh clown paint on their face, like a clown mask or face paint.
1: Yeah, is that and the year after the had the whole clown thing? No, that was like fucking 20s. 2017 at least. What was this clown thing? Like everybody started like dressing. Like, there was like as rumors a
0: of about like killer
1: clowns. Oh, yeah. oh yeah,
0: people dressing as clowns. Like, yeah. That players. was like
1: 2017 or 18 at least, man. That was. Definitely not the time. No, that of was the before, Joker. That was before Joker. Yeah. I know it was before, but I was like, I was wondering if it was like a year or two after. I guess it was, right? Yeah. So. I think everybody was just like more like <laughs> nervous about like. I guess that was like 2019 political wise. Everything was getting kind of crazy. At least it, in, in the United States, at least it was. Yeah. So everybody was looking for like you know, the analogies that, like, Thomas Wayne in his film is kind of like a Trump. Yes. I don't or I any, guess any, any politician. Or any know? politician who, you know, obviously mm. caters to the rich, all the poor people, is just suffering. Which is, I mean, like, it's... I feel like that's been, like, the ongoing story of, like, life in general. <laughs>
2: Forever and only. <laughs> yeah. You know? But
1: it's not, like, specifically, like, it's always been, like, it's only was that time where shit was happening. It's always been like that.
2: Yeah. I mean, you are right though. Like at that time, I I feel like the political climate was a bit more heated mm -hmm. and that movie, I think people were just worried. It's going to fuel the fire a bit more. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that's definitely probably what most of the controversy was about. I mean, in terms of the violence, I think it's more just the violence is seems more graphic just because it's so like sporadic and like, it's very realistic violence. Very right? well done. When it does happen, right? It's not like, I think even Todd Phillips, mm. the director, commented on it. It's like, you can go see like a John Wick 3, which is like a hundred times more violent than this film, right? Mm-hmm. But you also get like desensitized to it because it's just like killing people like every minute, right? Yeah. Whereas this, he's like, he barely like killed anybody. Yeah. There's he- barely any violence. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
1: Like, I think, like, if you really put, like, a body count into this, like, only, like, four pe- like, six people died? Yeah, he killed, like, four people, and then... Yeah.
0: Or, like, five people. Five people. And then some other people died. <clears throat> like, uh, like three other people died. Yeah. Six. In- six? Including his mom? Uh, including his mom. He killed six people, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: So, he killed six people, then, like, three other people died. Yeah. Like on screen yeah three, three, mm-hmm. four, four people i guess
1: yeah so i guess i get a little rant on that it's just like that whole controversy like was like, like i was watching her obviously in real time and i just felt like it was just that excuse that like your parents tell you when like you're trying to get a rated m game you know, it's kind of like, oh, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna do all this shit. And It's like, no, I'm,
3: I'm not. That,
1: that reminds me, we were talking about this
0: earlier because um, we we're talking about uh, playing violent video games as a child. Mm-hmm. My mom would actually not allow me to play games that were outside my age rating until I was that age, and that included that stuff. That included I bought for the N sixty four Star Wars Shadows of the Empire. Yeah. was rated T for teen, so I wasn't allowed to play that till I was thirteen. So, but she bought it for you already. Yeah, you but then couldn't play it until then, then? She, but then she later <laughs> thought about it. And then my friend gave me a VHS of the, the Street Fighter movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. And it was rated like classic 14A. And she's like, You cannot watch this till you're 14. And I didn't. I was not allowed to watch that film. That's tough, Brandon. And then I watched it. I'm like, this is the goofiest.
1: <laughs> it's the goofiest shit ever, man.
0: But yeah, I'm like. <laughs> Jesus, Christ.
1: Jesus Christ, man.
0: That's just like, that's sort of what this controversy felt like to me. I'm like, yeah, is it a graphic adult <laughs> film? Yeah, I would agree. It's like, is it an art rated film? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty violent
1: graphic depictions of things. Pretty gritty. But, yeah.
0: like, it's not so, like, I watch it, like, oh, my God.
1: Well, I like to say it is gritty. And I feel like a lot of movies don't really hit that grittiness compared to this. But this is, like, off to the ball's walls, like, gritty. You watch this, you think, dirty 1970s New York City. Yeah, Even techn- though it takes place in Gotham City. It was also technically the 80s. I looked it up. Oh, the 80s? 80s really? Yes. The two films they're watching came out in 81. Uh, Zorro and whatnot. Oh. And the Gay Blade? Yeah. Oh. I, oh I didn't know I'm, sure, I'm sorry, what? The Gay Blade. That's what the
0: film's called. It's called Zoro the Gay Blade. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't name the
4: movie.
1: That's what it's called. Yeah, don't shit on it. Did you see the gay blade? I didn't know. I didn't I missed that part, I guess, in the movie. Um so it's the happy blade. Yeah, that's what they mean. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, well, what do you think, John? Uh, I don't think that sword
2: needs a sheath, I think it just clashes with another <laughs> sword. does need protection, all the time. it's just clashing with other swords all the time, you know. Well, it's, it's never put away, it's, it's
1: just it's, it's, so the sword is never clashing with a shield, it's just sword to sword, sword to sword, all the uh-huh. time,
2: all the time. Yeah,
1: and needed about <laughs> as much protection as uh Bruce Wayne's parents,
0: but anyway. <laughs> I die. Yeah, dude, that makes no sense. Who goes to the theater?
2: You're in that much power. You don't go to the theater by yourself like that.
0: Yeah, they go to the theater after they already went to a theater, which was like they had like police outside to prevent like rioters from getting in. Then they just go to another random ass theater with no security. (laughs) I'm like, these people are the worst. Like, (laughs) they're literally just like people walk up to their house whenever they feel like it, Mm -hmm. like confronts them in the bathroom whenever, like.
1: So all you need to know: is security in this movie sucks so much ass. Yeah, yeah. Like
0: it's just like Jesus. No one. I mean, that's the. I think it's one of the prevailing themes of the film. It's just like no one gives a shit. Yeah, yeah. Or, so, um,
2: what's her name in the movie? Zazie Beats. I don't even know. Did she have a name?
0: <laughs> she had a name.
1: She had a name. I just I don't remember her name. I don't. I don't remember Arctur ever saying. Her name.
2: Well, like, yeah, not only does security suck, but they don't believe in locked doors either, apparently. No, clearly. Sophie.
0: Sophie Dumond. I've never heard her say Sophie. It could have been, like, briefly mentioned. I don't know. Or it could have been, like, it could have been one of those things which was, like, very subtle, like, what is the one thing we mentioned that we kept coming the trash? And then <laughs> so, I, I, we'll get there. We'll
1: get there. Hold, hold that thought. But <laughs> um, before we actually crack about the plot and everything, um, we already talked about the controversy. So, how do you guys feel? Because I know this is Brandon's second time watching this after the initial time. This is probably our mean John's like third time watching yeah, this. Third time, yeah. So, like, how do you feel? Now, contribu- controversies aside, all the publicity's out, now it's time to actually just, like, straight up an- analyze this film.
4: Uh,
0: I mean, I was watching it more this time from, like, an analytical perspective or, like, the first time I saw it, I was just kind of, like, absorbing it, I guess. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I just felt like <laughs> it's one of those films you just go home after you watch and you just feel, like, sad. <laughs> yeah. You're just like I don't know, so maybe some people don't, but like for me personally, I'm just like, damn. Yeah, no, the movie's like a complete downer. Like I don't feel good about like my own life now. You <laughs> <Damn. laughs> gotta start making Arthur Fleck jokes. Yeah, I think it's more of the actual uh, part of the controversy. What ties into it is he, in some ways, he's sort of a relatable character to some people, right? Like people have dealt with such problems as his, like you don't obviously don't agree with like the choices he makes throughout the film, mm-hmm. but like they're understandable, right? Like you mm-hmm. can sort of sympathize with him. So it's like, I guess you would be, that's a good thing. That's why some people were worried about it. Cause it's like, Oh, some people are going to like, look at this guy as like a hero. Right? Yeah,
2: no, that's exactly. Yeah.
0: Right. So it's like, that's how I felt about the film. Like <laughs> at least the first time I watched it, the second time I watched it and feel that. Cause I'm like, already seen it. So, mm-hmm, yeah. So, but I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I appreciated it more the second time, just noticing all the things I didn't see the first time. So. Like the trash? <laughs> the trash.
2: <laughs> I didn't actually remember that much trash. Now, now that's all you see. can't <laughs> all you see. Like, <laughs> you, can't un- all you, see. Unless, you can't unsee it. Yeah. Uh, John, how do you feel? Uh, well, the first time I watched it, I'm not going to lie, I loved it. I thought there needed to be more of what happened at the end. I feel like there needs to be more Joker. At the time, I felt like that mm-hmm. uh, second time I watched it. I was like, oh, this, this is again, it's a depressing movie. I didn't really like it. Second watch this time is really good. I enjoyed it the most this um, this viewing. Mm. Um Yeah, I wouldn't and I wouldn't even say it needs more Joker. I think it was perfectly paced. I thought it had just enough at the end, um, like enough. I don't know. Climax at the end. Yeah. Uh, I feel like if it did anything more, it'd be a bit too much. Um, yeah, yeah. And and I never really fell for that. All like the hype, not hype, but like the like you guys were saying, the controversy behind the movie. Yeah, I'm like it's a freaking movie about a comic book character, you know?
1: Yeah, at the end of the day, that's what it is, I'm right?
2: Going into this, being like, oh, this is gonna start something, you know, like so.
1: And I I feel like you raised a really good point there. It's literally it's it's a comic book character. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, there's been, like, a million, like, I wouldn't say a million, but, like, a lot of interpretations of how this character performs, you know? It's just that I, I feel like society didn't understand exactly, like, hey, this is, at the end of the day, a comic book character. Cognitance. You know?
2: No, it, it is the <laughs> most grounded Um, depiction depiction of uh, this character yeah but it's still a comic book character yeah like
1: you know that raises another question i'm gonna ask you guys later but uh my opinion yeah i we lived through the fucking controversy well i watched it and i just feel like this film is really good at what it does And, I mean, I'm I'm also looking at, like, not just, like, story standpoint, but also, like, the studio standpoint. This is, like, the perfect movie to make, like, a B-side story for, like, the studio. Because you guys already, I'm not sure you guys know, DC Studios sucks ass. Oh, yeah. I try to, like, make a plan. So, the fact that they just do these one-off stories about, like, the most, like... I think Joker, Loki is not even Loki. Key, key is the the most popular villain in comic books. Oh, usually, yeah, usually.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, in terms of villains, for sure, he's probably the most adapted villain in comic books. I'd say. Yeah, like I, I don't even know. Who, <laughs>
1: well, I, especially with this film, he's the most adapted.
0: Yeah, I can't even think of, like, <laughs> one who would come second. all you know, Honestly, that's how far,
1: like, apart it is from him,
0: that character, and, like, every other character.
1: Yeah, uh, you, you have to, like, really research that.
0: I would, like, I
2: just, off the top of my head, I'd probably say Magneto. And, like, that's not... Even...
1: Magneto's only been depicted, like, twice. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's not... Even you know? That.
0: I mean, if you're counting, like, all the shows and all the stuff he's been in, yeah, maybe, right? But, like...
1: Like, live action, I'm only thinking about, like, I guess.
0: Yeah, exactly, but I don't know. He's, you could say, like, like Kingpin? I don't know. It's, like... It, it,
1: it's up in the air, but, like, we already know that Joker is number one yeah. in any sort of top five villains in comic books. Yeah. Like, I don't think anybody can even fight that. No, I really don't think that, like... Yeah, just, yeah. you just can't so- say Magneto, you can't say Doctor Doom, you can't say... Like, anybody, really. Yeah. Like, Joker is, like, the most infamous character. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, I,
0: just, I guess the reason why is just interesting. Yeah. He's interesting, and he has a
1: lot of flexibility in, like, storytelling, because yeah. he's so, like, mysterious, right? <clears throat> exactly. So, I already know that this film takes a lot from... Have you guys read The Killing Joke? I read it, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, it, it takes a lot of influence from the killing joke, but it still stays authentic to a point that it doesn't obviously take what the killing joke is because obviously the killing joke involves a, a later Joker with a later Batman, you know. But in this film, it's insanely grounded, grounded to the point where it just really is about him. And I kind of like that, because I really did not want uh, Bruce Wayne to be the focal point of stuff. Like, I know they reference it in this film, but it's still not, like, it, it doesn't carry too much of a, of
2: it. No, it's very much an
1: afterthought. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, it's just there to a please your comic book stands, you know? But at the end of the day, this is literally about, like, I when I watch this film, I don't think Joker... Like the comic book Joker. It stands oh. alone as just him being the character that we see. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. through all the shit that he's he's gone through in this film. And I kinda like that because like it it, it doesn't reach expectations. You create your own expectations with it, you know? Yeah. You create your own viewings with it. You know? Like I feel like with your like like with other people who portrayed Joker. Like a Jared Leto or anything, like he had to come after Keith Ledger, right? And that was such a like a tough role for him because everybody's still expecting like Keith Ledger Joker, yeah, you know. And obviously, were they structured the stories that he's an established Joker, this is Batman's villain and shit like that? People are not gonna like that shit. Nobody complained about Joaquin in this. Even with zero Batman, zero anything, this is just his character. And I feel like he hit every stride with it. So, in an acting perspective, I think this is great. From an art direction depicting how Gotham is, fucking perfect. Uh, you mentioned score, John. You love oh, the fucking score. Beautiful fucking score. Fucking beautiful score as well. Yeah, Cinematography was like chef kiss. So I feel like every part of this film felt like they were striving for bigger shit. Yeah. And they really got it.
2: Going on his own, like, um, like standing apart from like being like the Joker from the comics. Yeah. What you were just saying. Yeah. Um, I think that was originally when I first saw the movie, my complaint, because I was like, okay, if you took away the clown suit, the clown thing, this movie could work just as well. Just him being...
1: You Know mm-hmm. the movie doesn't need to be called Joker, yeah.
2: You know, you like know. It, it could totally be unrelated to Joker, the character, and all that, and just work just as well,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, the director and Joaquin Phoenix claim differently, they, they say it has
1: to be Joker for whatever reason, mm. but uh, let me guess, Joaquin's the one who fought with this, and Todd Phillips was like, No, nah, it has to be Joker. I have no idea. No, they both said that it has to be Joker. <clears And throat>
4: then,
1: I don't know. I've heard a lot of people
0: just say the movie could be called um, Arthur instead yeah. of Joker, which I agree, but it's like, I don't know if they have yeah. some, like, there is a sequel coming out. I don't know if it has some sort of plans they built into it or something. That
1: I mean, they're already it. introducing, like, a Harley Quinn yeah character. Yeah, I mean, they could, yeah. Which, fun fact... Harley Quinn's not a comic book character originally. Really? Yeah. Anime series the TV character.
0: Oh shit. Wow.
3: Yeah. She's
0: yeah. a animated show original who just mm-hmm. became so popular, they put her in the, the canon continuity. So
3: Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: I guess that's the testament of the show. How good it was. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Harley
0: Quinn's also up there on depictions of villains now, just because she's associated with Joker. Yeah, that's true.
1: But uh, Mm. uh, anyways, we said sorry, I was Margot Robbie or Margot Robbie. (laughs) Why? She look Suicide
2: Squad the first one Mm -hmm. sucked, but she did a good Harley Quinn in that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she redeemed. I guess she didn't redeem herself because she did good, but uh, she did just as good in the second Suicide Squad. Like James Gunn's uh, Suicide Squad. She in
1: dream movies. Oh, and she did, yeah. uh, Birds Birds of Prey, yeah. Yeah. Which was pretty good. So played great, Harley. Yeah. Yeah. She's a great character. So this is the time where Brandon likes to break down the plot for us.
0: Yeah, I don't know, like, how much plot breaking down. There's
2: a lot of breaking down. Some unfortunate man gets bent over and rammed repeatedly
1: that's the movie wait what (laughs) yeah what is this that wasn't the film i watched today (laughs) not literally pause not literally (laughs) metaphorically
0: what is this deliverance
1: like (laughs) it's in like alabama man anyway but uh try your best brandon i know it's a lot so
0: so yeah i mean i think it This film, surprisingly, has a lot of, like, iconic shots already, even though the film's only, like, three years old. Yeah. Even this first shot of him in the um, dressing room, you know, sort of just with his makeup on, like, trying to turn his lips up. Yeah. And he has, like, this single tear. Apparently, that tear thing wasn't intentional. He just did that happen, and then Todd Phillips decided to keep it in.
3: Yeah.
1: So but I guess I could see how that would be a thing cuz like fucking Walking Phoenix is like I'm so surprised cuz you know like my first like movie I ever watched Joaquin was fucking Signs.
4: Signs, <laughs> <Science>, yeah. <laughs>
1: you know. And like you you know Signs obviously. Yeah. So you know like that film like obviously doesn't show his acting prowess.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was in Gladiator
1: before that, right? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I didn't watch fucking Gladiator before that. Yeah. No, he's a green Gladiator, too. But it's just, like, man, like, Joaquin's such a, like, weird talent where, like, he's so fucking good, but, like, you... Like, it doesn't stand out to people.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's been in some pretty big films and he's always received, like, recognition for them, and he just, like, when you think about the film, you don't think of Walking Phoenix, uh, like, other than, like, maybe Gladiator. Like, he is in fucking Hotel Rwanda, right? And he's in. Was he really? He was, yeah. Okay, and wow. He was in Ladder 49, and, like, he's in the village and signs and that, right? Yeah. on the less good film side, but yeah. Yeah. But then it's like, you don't think, like, oh, that's a Walking Phoenix film, right? You just, like, as soon as you're like, oh, yeah, he's also in that,
1: right? Like, have you seen any Walking Phoenix, like, standpoints where, John, do you feel like, (laughs) yeah, I didn't say, I'm I'm looking at you, the audience doesn't know I'm looking at you, but John, do you, have you seen any Walking Phoenix, like, acting parts where you feel like, it's like, damn, he's awesome.
2: Most things. Yeah, <laughs> like but, I mean, Gladiator. He was fucking.
1: Do you think thing. he gets that recognition though? Because being like Brandon was just talking right now and it was just like, like I don't think he gets that recognition. Because I I don't fucking recognize it. The first movie I saw with Joaquin was fucking Signs.
2: Well, that's not a good start.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the village, I guess. Was he in the village? He was. I'm... Yeah, he played the the
0: son, the mentally challenged guy. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, he's uh, yeah, I feel like he's always very well critically received, but not so much like publicly recognized. No, when people talk
2: about great actors, it's always like Leo and Daniel Day Lewis, you know, the bigger names, yeah, um, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, yeah, um, but he, he gets overlooked a lot. He did one movie, I can't remember what it's called, um, I think it was called I Was Never Here, indie film. Mm -hmm. but he was so good in that movie and um I feel like I got nobody saw that movie because it was small budget small you know Mm -hmm. director um but I got like killed it you know yeah so
1: yeah Waki's a really weird talent man like I always started recognizing his talent when I watched her oh yeah yeah Her's another movie I, I I love to talk in the pod, but like her is fucking great and comes from like Joaquin. Yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is a great actor. He just <laughs> doesn't really, I guess, in the history of cinema, he oh. doesn't stand out for some reason, yeah. which is weird. I guess I feel like after this film though, that's really. Brought him to the forefront. Of yeah. Being Fun
1: alive. fact uh about, like, I guess for the people who really watch, like, Marvel films, he was supposed to be Doctor Strange. Really? Yeah. I mean,
0: it's weird to say, like, I
1: don't, it's hard to say
0: I could see him as that because he's just, like, in all his roles, he's so, like, versatile.
1: Like, I don't even know if he'd be good or bad, honestly. Yeah. Like, the only reason he didn't take the role is because they said that, uh. You had to be bound for multiple sequels.
0: Oh yeah, I mean yeah. that
1: makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't want that. That's fair. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, he goes from like a movie like this from like fucking playing Johnny Cash
1: to like, Oh, that's right. Johnny Cash. Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't walk the line? Yeah, he was Johnny Johnny Cash. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, I remember that. I know the movie, but I didn't watch it. I didn't know like fuck walk the line is Johnny Cash isn't it? Fuck.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah.
0: I mean, I think, strange enough, I think he was originally getting the most recognition for his weird, like, appearances on David Letterman.
1: Oh, really? Oh, was it because of that
2: movie he did, though?
0: Yeah, he was, like, doing a character for a movie, and, like, on the show, he was
1: acting real weird. But uh. he was
2: he was making it look like just, it was real life. Like, it wasn't meant to look like a movie.
1: So he was, like, Jira Leto before Jira
2: <laughs> Pretty much. The guy was... Yeah, he's a better Jared Leto than Jared Leto. That was that's the most method acting I've seen from a person besides Jared Leto.
0: I mean, the other person who did that back in the day was, uh, Crispin Glover. My (laughs) my constant Back to the Future tie-ins. I make. (laughs) Yeah, Crispin Glover was a method actor. What? Yeah, he was on a David Letterman show as like some guy, and then like he was acting real weird, and he had like a briefcase full of I don't even know what was in it. It just looked like dishes or something, and then at one point he like almost like roundhouse kicked David Letterman in the face, like wow. And then David Letterman literally just walked off the set, and that was the show. Oh, so he wasn't on, like he wasn't in on it. No. And oh. then the movie came out, however many years later. So it was like, with- damn, <laughs> jeez, yeah. But uh, no, yeah, Walking Phoenix is a great actor, and it's just like this is, I think this is the film he finally gets like the. World, like, the world-wide recognition, finally.
1: I mean, one Best Actor in the Oscars, so... Uh, yeah, yeah, well-deserved. Yeah. Who was nominated? This year? Uh, I will... Uh, you want to fact-check that? <laughs> oh, fact. Yeah, that's uh, a... That's, uh, <laughs> that's a good one there. <laughs> so, yeah, when Brandon was explaining the plot, like, we see him frowning on his face. That's, like, the first established... Oh, the first shot. scene when he's, Yeah. Like, yeah. Putting his makeup on and whatnot. Yeah. And then you see that uh he is uh one of those people who swing those signs around. I don't get... I don't think we ever got in that in Canada. I've never seen anybody do that in I Canada. So, like, swing a sign for a store. Yeah. You know? But I guess they do that in America. So, like, he swung, he's swinging his store around. And you basically, from there on, you establish to what this movie is going to be about. Mm -hmm. You know, you get the classical... Even before the movie began, you get a classical Warner Brothers sign from, like, Like the 70s and 80s. Oh, He said the 80s. So you get that sign. You get the fonts all, like, in cursive. So you're already a mist in this universe. You know that this is not taking place in, like, fucking 2019 or in any close to 2000s yeah you're in 80 and it's fucking dirty yeah. as, as soon as soon as you see it if you're a joker fan if you know what joker is about you obviously know you're in gotham city what's the inspiration of gotham city literally 80s new yeah. york yeah you know everything's dirty it's I gotta applaud whoever the cinematographer was because they and the set designers because they really got that dirty gritty New York vibes. I can't say that in any other film that I personally watch. I I know this movie is based on Taxi Driver. The uh, what's what's the other movie? It was King of Comedy, King of Comedy, Raging
3: Bull, but
1: Raging, Raging Bull, I the The boxing
3: one. Yeah, a yeah,
1: all these Scorsese films, right? I know they were inspired by it, but, like, goddamn, in in my 20... Like, 2000s fucking viewings, like, this is the best to picture that I can see for these films.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, part of the set design was easy because, like, they didn't have to, like, ever throw out
1: their trash. They just put it on the <laughs> set. Yeah. It's literally just trash everywhere. Yeah, so. pretty much. For, oh, God, do you... Do you think like they obviously didn't put their trash. No, they're obviously not gonna just put their act? Imagine trash. if they dead man, oh god. That'll be
0: the worst. Really man. add to the atmosphere. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everywhere just smelled like garbage the whole time. Uh, yeah, just quickly the 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 fact check. The other nominees for that year were Antonio Banderas. For Pain and Glory. Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm, oh. No. Adam mm. Driver for Marriage Story. Oh, oh, fuck. That's good. That's good. And Jonathan Price for The Two Popes.
1: Oh, Two Popes. Really good. I
0: think oh, he man.
1: deserves a nomination for that. Adam um, Driver. Jonathan Price very is very good, good, though. I, I won't... I He doesn't deserve the nomination, but he was really good in that role.
4: So? I
1: did not watch Antonio Banderas, but he is a class act anyway, so... But Leo uh, No, not really. No, Not for that movie. Uh, not, for, not, not for, that. for that role.
0: No, he yeah, he won for the role where he a lot of acting.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Back yeah. in
0: the day. I don't know, but yeah, once upon a time in Hollywood, I don't know about that. I yeah. didn't see Marriage story, I just heard is good. So
1: Yeah, and Driver killed that. Adam Driver in that movie, man. Yeah. Just Yeah, Adam Driver's really good at that, man. Holy That's that's like the battle there. Everything else. Like, I, I haven't watched Pain and Glory, but I know ben there is is good, so. yeah. But, uh, yeah, you're, uh, you're going back to the, this is New York now, right? Yeah, so we're in New York, and, like, obviously, he's swinging his sign. Bunch of punk kids come and, like, take his sign away. You know, as any, I guess, employee from the 80s, the clown is going to walk and get the sign back. Even though in real life, it, it personally, if I was a fucking con, someone who just stole my sign, I wouldn't care two fucks about it.
0: I feel like it's different times, though.
1: Yeah, you know, it's different times. Well, I mean, he, 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 he's going to be held accountable for the missing signs. Right? Yeah, like, but like, that's like again, like I guess we could explain later in the plot, but I still think it's fucked up. Yeah, what are you supposed to like car- Just carry like a fucking like bat and just smack them around. Yeah. And then I get sued after and be like, oh, this company is the one who did it. So, in any situation, he's fucked.
3: Yeah.
1: And that's like sad. Yeah. And he, he runs for the sign. And then basically, that's our introduction to the store, like to the title, Joker. And
2: he gets the sign to the
1: face. Yeah. He gets beaten up. He yeah, gets beaten up first. Yeah. Gets yeah. Beaten up in the alleyway. Yeah. Then
0: the like title screen as he's like on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Just as Joker, and you're like, wow, well, it's going to be that kind of film. Yeah. yeah. What are you looking at,
1: John?
2: I literally, is that a teapot? Oh, no, it's a dove. It's a bird. <laughs> from where I'm sitting right now, it literally looks like Baby Yoda. <laughs> Wait, what? what? It's like a glass. Okay, you see that, that little bird by the plate? Yeah. That, from where I'm sitting, looks like the head of...
1: Okay, I can see kind of that, Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well no, that was that was throwing me off right now. I'm like, why yeah. does this guy have a glass sculpture of Baby Yoda?
0: Yeah. It's a good segue because we go into Arthur undergoing therapy for mental illness. You know, includes hallucinations. Wait,
1: okay. I was wondering where like your segue was. I'm like but like I don't know any Yoda fucking facts about this.
4: What the
0: hell? Are you but, talking about? but yeah, it's like um the Chosen just like laughing and just like the way he laughs just looks super uncomfortable. Like he's not laughing because he's happy. He's just,
3: mm-hmm.
0: it's just like, he just looks like he's in pain. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: yeah, no, it's incredible that this like Wakim he's laughing, but his face is like screaming, you know, like he looks in pain. He looks uncomfortable while he's laughing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a pretty hard thing.
3: No, that, like fake okay.
0: laugh and not look like happy at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean he did a great job. I mean, I think it, it gets revealed throughout the film, but he has, I think they said around like th- three types of laughs that he has. He has this one which is a medical condition of this laugh which is unintentional, mm-hmm. or and then he has like the the fake like laugh where he's just like people tell a joke and he's like. Ah-ha-ha-ha. Mm-hmm. And then like it's clearly just like oh I'm I'm trying to fit in laugh right yeah and then he has like the actual laugh which you'll see more like at the end of the film where it's like his actual genuine mm-hmm. laugh.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: What's funny uh, about that second laugh you we were talking about, like the trying to fit in laugh, um, when he goes to watch that stand-up comedian and he's like taking notes
3: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, the crowd will laugh when they're kind of supposed to laugh when like the yeah. comedian actually the punchline like, yeah. And he's just kind of laughing, like, at random times when the comedian's not even saying anything funny.
1: Yeah. I I always thought, like, uh, Loki, he just doesn't think it's funny.
0: He doesn't think it's funny. And he also, like, yeah, he doesn't also understand what people consider funny. Yeah. 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 Like, he's, like, just trying to, like, that's why he's going there taking notes. Because he's like, okay, when do people actually laugh at, like, jokes? Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like, Like, what are the actual jokes? Like. Like he doesn't know any other jokes other than like literal kids joke book jokes. You know, it's Mm -hmm. just like, it's just like, yeah. So it's, you get introduced with that. I feel like this first scene actually establishes quite a bit of his character. Mm -hmm. Like early Mm -hmm. on, one, he has like this medical condition Two, He's in need of like social care. Like he's seen a social worker. Yeah. deal with not only his therapy but also his like medications and things yeah. I meaning he can't afford it because he's government subsidized
4: mm-hmm.
0: and like three it's just like he's just like a de- depressed well, dude. It's
1: established he was already in the hospital for
0: yeah they also established he was in a hospital at one point because he. she asked him it's like oh um, when like I think I wanted to actually ask him but he's like yeah I remember it was fine but how is was back in the hospital and I think it's like he said, he was more comfortable there than he is out in
4: yeah,
3: you know,
0: mm-hmm. out in the real world. Which, you know, I think it's like
1: true for people who suffer from sort of like a mental illness. Man, when I think about that, I think about like Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, where people get so like uh,
0: used to living in like prison, they just can't survive in the outside world. Yeah. I mean, it's like, what was that guy who killed himself? Brooks, because he lived, he was in prison yeah. for 50 years. It's like, that's literally your life.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, wasn't it when he got out, he it was like his first time seeing a car, right?
0: Well, I mean, wasn't he'd that? seen a car. They're just like, he hadn't seen that many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he went in like the 19, <clears throat> like early 1900s, right? Like 1910s mm-hmm. when the car just got introduced. Yeah. And this is like, he goes about like, everyone's driving a car. And it's like, that's crazy. Like.
1: Yeah. That's like, if you were, yeah. It's like, you can't adapt that quickly. <laughs> no, Exactly. And it just becomes sad when you see that shit. But, yeah, this is literally the same thing where, like, somebody's trying to adapt to society. And it doesn't help that the society that he lives in is, like, already in fucking turmoil.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's another thing about the society that it gets established is, how, is that it's just, like, it doesn't care about him, right? Mm-hmm. Think about it. You're in, like, an, like a, a hospital or a prison, right? You're in a shelter, you get fed multiple meals a day, you get, like, programs to, like, work on stuff, right? It's very structured, it's very ordered. You're in society, you're just fucking on your own, right? Hmm. And if you don't have the means to take care of yourself, right, like, you're just fucked.
1: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So, like, obviously, like, Optiflex is already, like, handed, like, the shitty end of the stick.
0: Oh, right from the get-go. Yeah. yeah, it's already established this man's life is just not great.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, after the... Did we talk about... Uh, obviously, we talked after the scene when he gets beat up. What happens afterwards? He gets he meets with his uh, social worker.
0: Yeah, that's what we were just talking
1: about. And then he goes home to his mom, his mom which already shows that like his mom is needed of insane intention because attention yeah because yeah she doesn't look really well and she keeps saying hey did thomas wayne get like did you like has he sent uh, a mail to us and right out of the bat you could already see that like this thomas wayne if you know comic books you already know who thomas wayne is But, like, if you're just, like, a fan, you realize that she's holding on to this mail that this man has to send. And it's obviously shown in TV and everything. He's a political candidate. He's trying to run for mayor. That, obviously, that this is a man of power. Mm -hmm. So she says she's really close to that man in power. Yeah, she worked for him, right? Worked for him, yeah back like however long it was 30 yeah. years ago or something exactly so now you're left with this like two sides says maybe she did take care of this Thomas Wayne in the household well I
0: mean this at this point you have no reason to doubt her right
1: like, yeah like there's no like, it could be or it could be just a, a delusional old woman like holding well, on I, to it, something um, I mean
2: uh, they they never uh denied the fact that she worked with them no it was just the fact that there was anything more.
1: Yeah.
4: So.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it's not like a crazy thing to say. Oh, I worked for Thomas Wayne. Like, yeah, that's, that's true. That's pretty. That's true. The man's like a billionaire. Like he probably has like hundreds of people working for him personally, right? That's yeah. Not like that's true. That's not crazy.
1: Yeah, that's true. To be like,
0: oh yeah, I just wrote to Thomas Wayne. I worked for him, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's a little delusional to think that a guy will respond to your letters, but mm-hmm. like it makes it seem like. She, I think it's more just makes it seem like she's placing more importance on the relationship than there actually was.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Right. But that's about all that. Yeah. It's, it's established. Well, she was,
2: yeah. Sorry. What are you saying? No, it was uh, in that folder he got that explains like his uh, mother's conditions. One of them was uh, narcissism. Yeah. So obviously she's going to take whatever, you know, is real.
0: And fabricate yeah. the
2: shit out of it.
0: Yeah, we'll, blow it out of proportion, you know? like yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get to that once we get to yeah. that point. But it's like... Yeah, so it's just... Establish he's poor. He works as, like, a part-time clown for hire, essentially. Yeah. And then, like, he's taking care of his, like, old mother. Yeah. Who basically, it's just like...
1: It's not even that he's a great clown, too. He's, like, already struggling. To be a clown.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the clown business. <laughs> I don't expect it. it's clown business in the eighties. So yeah, the sketchy clown business, clown for hire business. But
1: see, that's why the clown industry died. Damn it.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the clown industry, the whole industry of clowns. You know, send in <laughs> the clowns. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think yeah, it's also uh, this is where going back briefly to the cinematography in the soundtrack. You get introduced to this by, um... Who made the cinematography? The really Norse-sounding woman.
1: Cinematography or the the score? The score.
0: The score by... Oh, the score. She did uh, Chernobyl, that HBO series. Oh, really? Well, yeah. I'm going to butcher her name horribly here. Hildur... Goon... Goodna... Daughter. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I see Hildur... Yeah. Literally. We're butchering the hell out of it. Like, (laughs) literally the most... Viking name, I could, think of. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's the whole like, um, <laughs> is this like a common trend in like good soundtracks having string instruments? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, of course,
1: yeah, of course, man, of course,
0: like, unless you're specifically trying to make like a 1920s film where they have jazz. They did
1: Chernobyl, correct, sir, yeah,
0: because she...
2: oh, the score was amazing
0: in that, too, yeah, Marvel. she. she... She worked on both at the same time too, so did she? Yeah, it's, they're they're similar anyway. She said it was it was hard switching between them, but it's like yeah, it's good for her, you know? Yeah. Oh, she just did tar too. Tar? Oh, it was
2: Cape Blanche?
0: Yeah. Cape hut Is it not just Blanche? C- Cape Blanchett. Well, Skate
1: bloodshed, no? Oh, bro, I'm stupid. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Skate Blanchett, man. Classic. Yeah. And then also the
0: cinematography, just like, I think you mentioned there's a lot of like long shots, mm-hmm. like from just long shot shots from far away, just like establishing him, like walking up some stairs or down some stairs or like sitting in a chair or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. They do this a lot in the film, and I feel like it's, um, just to give him more of a sense of, like, isolation, right? Yeah, pretty much. Because it's, like, he's in this massive city with a ton of people, yet a lot of the time he's, like, alone on the streets. Yeah, like, exactly. in a building, right? hmm Like, he's in a, like, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I, I'm gonna regret this every time I say, he's in a society where... <laughs> <laughs> He's essentially in a society where it's like you apparently have all these people around, yet somehow he's never around anyone, right? Like, yeah,
3: mm-hmm.
0: like uh, save for like a couple people in the background, which is just like I feel like it's just a really good attention to detail to do that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, also all the trash, right? All the trash is literally just surrounded by trash all the time,
3: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah, no going a bit further into the plot he's never alone he's always with trash yeah he's always trash. yeah, yeah.
2: going back into the plot it's like uh a- sorry can i just i just want to say like the score the cinematography everything kind of culminates in this one scene at least i think it culminates in this one scene um it's when he does that he kills the three guys on the subway and then runs to this like I don't know municipal washroom. Are we there yet, though? Are we not there yet? No. I just I'm so
0: excited.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we
0: get there. We get there. We So after we go over like a little bit about his like establish about him, it goes back to his job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, fucking they have the scene briefly where he's like, they get introduced to fucking. No, we don't get introduced to her yet. But it's like Lucia is just like. Him's, like, how
1: much weight fucking Rocky Phoenix lost to this role. Yeah. this oh, man is, like, exactly. a, a skeleton, essentially. Yeah, so, dude. Like, the fact that you see his spine just literally just chilling out like it's nothing. is like, insanely concerning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It gets, like,
0: established where he's in the dressing room, right, and he's, like, doing something with his shoes. I don't know what he's mm-hmm. doing exactly, trying to widen them. Yeah. So, it's just, like, his... Guy comes up when his co is Randall. Mm-hmm. Fucking, why is Randall's in all these films just like scumbags? <laughs> <laughs> like Randall and
1: this, Randall. Can't wait for the clerks to clerks three
0: <laughs> reviews. Randall and clerks, Randall and Monsters Inc. Randall, oh, that fucker. Um, Randall in the show Recess. Yeah, <laughs> there's never been a good Randall. Well, I mean, Randall's the, Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> Just listen to the name though, like Randall.
2: That's such a good. Douchey name.
4: Yeah. It's,
0: like, like, it's literally the is Kyle, man. <laughs> like, I'm sorry to all the Randalls out there, but like you haven't been represented well in, in media. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, true. it's just unfortunate. It's like if your name was like Chad, people would just assume you're a douche bag. Right? Kyle. Yeah. You could be well, like I'm... the nicest man in the world. People would just be like, oh that guy sounds I... like a douche. Yeah. Fucking so Chad over here. Yeah. Or even worse, Chaz. Chaz. We're not making your references here, okay? Chaz Princeton, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like... Uh, so, corgo Randall's like, oh, yeah, I heard about how you got mugged by those kids. Like, I feel really bad for you, you know? You gotta protect yourself. You know, I got something for you. He gives him, like, a fucking revolver, you know, bag. Yeah. First of all, it's sketchy because he hands up, like, a brown bag with a revolver. Yeah. Which I guess, like, you don't want to keep it in the open, but still... And then he's like, yeah, you should take and He's like, oh, okay, sure, thanks. And then we get introduced to, who's the other guy? Gary. just
1: the short guy. I love how you say short guy. The short guy. Yes.
0: We're trying he- to be slightly politically
1: correct. <laughs> he's shorter than other people. Yeah. He's short on average. <laughs> yeah. <Shorter> than- <laughs> he's a little
2: vertically
0: challenged.
1: <laughs> That's vertically challenged, yeah.
2: Yeah, I
0: think he's just
1: physically challenged, but whatever. Yeah, and a very smallest of side character. That's not wrong to say he's physically challenged. The guy could be in great shape. Who knows? The guy could probably run
2: marathons, do a bunch of push-ups.
0: Yeah, he's vertically challenged. But <laughs> well, hey. because he's
2: not tall. The guy is physically challenged.
1: Like, well, yeah, he can do... I don't
0: want to fuck off. <laughs> he can't open a chain lock, apparently, so... <laughs> That's a that's, yeah,
1: that's a big issue. All right, all right.
0: Yeah. So, I, yeah. This is also where it's like you see him does his like other laugh the first time where he makes fun of the guy's sight. be like, yeah, yeah get it, you're short. And he's like, ah, oh, oh, oh. and then he just like he like, cuts off as soon as he goes around the corner. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's kind of creepy, actually.
3: Yeah. It's it like is.
0: very clearly just a fake laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it Goes into his like boss'es office, and his boss is like, yeah, I got a complaint from the guy who you're spinning the sign for like you just ran left the job and like you didn't get you stole the sign and he's like yeah i got mugged and he's like oh why would why would someone mug you for a sign that's stupid and he's like you better get back the sign and he's and he's ranting and like i feel like in the early scenes of this film it's like the way they do the shots, they always make it seem like he's going to snap, but he, like, never does. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, during the scene, his boss is just, like, saying something. He just, like, slowly, like, smiles, and then, like, the music builds up. Mm-hmm. And then you just hear, like, a sound of, like, something being, like, hit. Mm-hmm. you're, like, did he just, like, beat up his boss? And he's, like, no, he's just kicking trash in the yeah. alley.
1: But mm-hmm. it's, like... like he hasn't broke sanity yet.
0: No, he's just, like... Close to snapping at any
1: given yeah. point, but like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be blaming him for smacking the fucking garbage cans like outside because, like at the end of the day, like why the fuck do I need to pay? Yeah, for some next company's shit if I got mugged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you think I got mugged on purpose? Fuck off.
0: Yeah, well, I think I don't think the guy believed that he got mugged. We didn't believe him, which was like. Uh, uh, you're in fucking Gotham. Why wouldn't you believe that? Yeah, there's a bunch of shit people in this place. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, man, but yeah. So, I, after that, he just like goes home and it's written an excuse to what's her name's character, Zazie Beats. Mm hmm. Zazie Beats. I can't pronounce Sophie. Sophie. Apparently, Sophie is the character's name. I think they mentioned that like once briefly. Mm. Like when later she comes to his door and introduces herself or something. Yeah. And she's just like a character that he sees on the subway or the subway, the elevator with her kid. And she just kind of like sort of talks to him like it's friendly to him. Uh-huh. And he's just like, OK, He does like he's a little awkward about it. She has like the I'm going to blow my brains out gesture and then he can. Makes a show of doing it in the middle of the stop in the middle of the hallway to do it, mm-hmm. which is like the moment's past, bro. It's yeah, it's, just, it's like okay. now it's just weird. Yeah, like you're bringing this up way too late. Yeah. And so yeah, she becomes later like a sort of a an actual plot point. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, most of the film's about him, right? Just very few of actual side characters. Yeah. Like, the side characters are all, like, in a way, just, like, plot devices. Yeah. Like, there's no actual, like, side character who's, a a character. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you would agree with
1: that, but. Uh, Yeah, I feel like everybody's more, like, a side character here. I do think that she gets involved, like, the most as her character or her plot point progresses. Because she's, like, the emotional shield.
0: Yeah, sort of. It's this thing that's sort of keeping him, like, grounded, I guess. Yeah. It's just, like, it's one thing that's tying him down, so. Yeah. So, yeah. After that, he just, like, um, he has a gig at a children's hospital where he's, you know, dancing around or something. And then he drops his revolver on the ground because he brought it into with him. Obviously, not a great idea. Yeah.
1: In my honesty, do you think that, like, they not supply a fucking locker for these clowns? At uh, I mean, they do. They're work. They showed them with the
0: lockers. But, like, at the hospital, they probably don't have one.
1: Yeah. But, like, if, like, let's say I go to the hospital and I'm like, hey, I'm the clown. Well, yeah, you could put everything. Oh, like, it's your makeup on? And at that point, like, I would just ask, like... Hey, can I just like finishing touches somewhere? And they put the fucking fucking gun in a bag.
0: I mean, maybe they do, but like it's also possible he just didn't ask. Like you
1: know, because he's a fucking idiot. Yeah,
0: I mean he's he's established he's not the most socially aware person. So like he knows it's a bad idea to, to show kids that you have a gun but not enough like sense to just not bring the gun yeah. or to put it somewhere else, you
1: know? Yeah, that's true.
0: Like I get, he brought it with him to defend himself just in case, but like you wouldn't, you know, you're, you're not supposed to have it there. Why would you bring it into the room with the kids? Right. Yeah,
1: that's true. So yeah,
0: understandably he gets fired from the job. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, can we also just like talk about like, they keep trying to like shoehorn in like random bits of comedy at times. <laughs>
1: i love the way he like hushes the kids
0: yeah todd phillips if you don't know is known for directing comedy films actually yeah hangover hangover due date due Date, road trip old school yeah like just just comedy films i mean he did a film like this and you're like well that's uh, (laughs) a bit of a tonal shift but yeah is, this film does have elements of comedy. Like, when he drops the gun, he just kind of, like, quickly picks it up and then makes, like, the motion, like,
4: shh.
0: <laughs> like, that's actually
1: kind of funny.
4: Yeah, yeah like, he played I'm
0: that funny. off pretty well. Yeah. Even one of the kids was like, ha
1: <laughs>
4: Yeah.
0: And then, obviously, he got fired.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so, nice.
0: after he gets fired, he's just riding the subway, you know, just sitting there in his clown makeup, depressed, mm-hmm. he got fired, and he's just like...
1: See, so, so we go into this scene, yeah. This is where the um, I feel like the plot kind of starts turning now. Yeah, this is where the actual,
0: I'd say, um, character development of Arthur become mm-hmm. starts to set in. So
1: he starts like, so you start seeing these like three, they say, later Wall Street guys, and I guess they are Wall Street guys because they're really like nice suited up. Yeah, they're like some young dudes in suits who are like
0: probably, they're well off. I think it's established, so.
1: Yeah. And then, like, you know, they're kind of drunk. Yeah, one guy's like harassing a woman on the streets. Exactly. Start harassing the girl. You know, it starts off friendly, like, you know, oh, hey, do you want on the to She responds. And then, like, they start obviously pushy. It's kind of funny, because that lady looks at Joker Arthur kind of like has a support when they're looking at each other,
0: yeah. She's like looking at him to like step in or something, which is like I get it, but also it's kind of weird. Maybe it's because I grew up in the city, it's like weird to expect anyone to actually help you in those kinds of
1: situations, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Like, it's especially a guy
1: who's dressed like a clown, you know,
0: it's asking a lot because like. People are, like, worried, like, oh, well, if I step in, like, are these guys going to, like, attack me or something? Like, yeah, like I don't know. I don't know what I'd personally do in that situation. Honestly, I, it sounds bad. I probably wouldn't. I'd do the same. I would just keep sitting there.
1: Well, you play it off. Like, for instance, like, I kind of did that one time. Like, I was, like, near a protein store where I live. And then I see these two drunk guys keep asking this girl out. You know, and I was like, obviously, this girl doesn't want to fucking take that. So I just came in. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? Like, yeah, are you doing OK? And then I do this face like go with it, you know, and then she goes with it and then they start bugging off. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, sorry, I don't know you, but, you know, I saw you getting fucking hit on. Obviously, you don't want to show. I get it. I get it. Don't worry, I got it. Like thank you. Tough as shit. You know, but it's different like if you're in like fucking nineteen like eighties fucking Gotham where these three people are fucking hitting on some girl who obviously doesn't want to get hit on. Yeah. You know? So I mean it's tough. It's tough. I get it.
0: Yeah, so he, he keeps going, and then he just starts like, I well, we didn't say this earlier. There was a scene where he was on the bus, and he like is trying to entertain a child. Oh yeah. And then his mom's like, "Hey, buddy, leave my kid alone." Yeah. And then he just starts like bursting out laughing in his like really painful sounding laugh. Mm-hmm. And then he hands her a card and says like, oh, "I have a medical condition that results due to blah 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 blah." Mm-hmm. Right. So he just, this is what happens in the subway. He just starts laughing because it gets put in stressful situations. He just, mm-hmm. that's how he copes, I guess. Right. Yeah. So then they, she, she just runs away and they start like focusing on him. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, hey buddy, what are you, what are you laughing at? Right. Mm-hmm. So they come up to him and like start singing,
1: singing Frank Sinatra to him.
0: This is a song. It's sending the clowns. So. Yeah. So, and then like, yeah, what are you laughing at? Right. And he's trying to explain. He's like, "No, nah, buddy!" And then they start beating the shit out of him once again. He's just getting beat up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, one of them gets fucking shot. Yeah. And he's, like he's not shot to the like arm. He
1: gets shot to the head.
0: Yeah, he got shot. Like, I think this is where like the established like the violence is just really graphic because it happens so suddenly. Like, you don't expect it to happen right there, right? Yeah. Like, like that. Yeah. And it's just like so quick, right? It's mm-hmm. just like two, two of them get shot instantly, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I think some of the controversy is around the scene because, like, obviously people say, like, oh, the first time he shot those guys, right? He was in self defense, right? He's getting beat up.
4: Mm-hmm. But
0: then he, like, goes out of his way to, like, hunt down the other guy, essentially,
1: and, mm-hmm. like, shoot him in the back as he's running away, right? You say that there's a shot that you like there. Mm-hmm. Oh, it comes after. Or, that. Yeah,
0: it's right after that. But yeah. yeah after that. I thought that was, like, interesting, because it's, like, it sort of shows, like, him, like, expressing his, like, repressed, like, anger over everything, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, why would he go out of his way to, like, gun down this other guy once he's already defended himself? Well, it's, like, this guy fucking, he thinks he deserves it, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, he's being a fucking awful person, so.
2: And he has the means to uh, to do it.
0: Yeah. With the gun. Yeah. So yeah, some people were like, oh, it's so he doesn't go to the police. I'm like, I don't think he was thinking that far ahead. I think he was just in the moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just being like, okay, I gotta f- kill this fucking guy off.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh no, you are right. There is a shot in that
1: scene. Yeah, that's why I was referring yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I know, you, I know what you guys were referring to after that, but I was like waiting for John to like see that scene. I'm like, yeah. yeah, you said you like that scene. Yeah,
2: no, there is when he's uh when they go out on the platform and he starts chasing after him and it's not even like a chase the guy so the guy who got shot is like limping he's like running and trying to get away and uh, uh arthur he's not even like running he's just like speed walking holding his suitcase and straight arm holding the pistol aiming yeah. at him and it's just super intimidating this like i don't
1: even know what you want to call it but this maneuver he's doing did i say something like straight up honestly like I was researching this guy's uh like cinematographer's fucking thing, and I'm like, damn man, like this guy's really biggest work is with Todd Phillips, oh, okay. and like he shot like obviously The Hangover, Do They, all the Hangover movies,
3: yeah,
1: fucking uh The Dictator.
3: Oh, they did The <laughs> Dictator,
1: yeah. Godzilla King of the Monsters apparently too. Oh. Which is it's really good cinematography, but before that, the Dukes of Hazard. The Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, the fucking Dan in real life. Club Dread. Jeez. I know what that one is. It's uh you know those guys who do super troopers? Oh, that's one of those films. <laughs> yeah, it's like, holy shit. I'm looking at this guy's cinematography resume, and I'm like, how the fuck? Because I've seen some of these movies. I've seen Club Dread. I don't think this fucking cinematography, like, chef kiss on it. Yeah. So I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, like this guy just, I feel like he has this, like, like, aura of talent. That he's just like, yo, it's about time I do this, I do this, I I want this shot, I want this shot. Yeah. It's like total control, freedom. Yeah, well, I mean... Yeah.
2: I And it's also source material, not source material, but, like, the material he's working with. Yeah. You know, and
1: if you're not inspired with what you're working with, it's, yeah. it's okay. I just feel like both, like, director and cinematographer are just, like, hella inspired. Mm-hmm. Considering, like, again, you like, you don't think that the director of fucking hangover Mm -hmm. has this like fucking filmography like like cinematography feeling to it yeah has this like vision of how this movie has to be
2: well and, and this movie has a lot of unique shots um like when he is chasing the guy on the platform it's a part of it is i think over his shoulder at one point yeah but it starts off in the train while the train is moving and it's looking through the window yeah and it's almost like you're standing in the train watching this happen yeah as like a bystander or something yeah. you know and it's a
0: wicked shot
1: yeah i don't know i get fucking nerdy like looking at these shots too
0: yeah i mean there's like i said we said multiple times cinematography is really good and yeah there's many shots that you could just like I feel like you could go at almost any point in this movie and just be like, "Damn, that's a good shot!" Like, yeah. mm-hmm. like there's so many of those, and it's just like this one where he's like chasing the guy down. I think it's also the cinematography is definitely a big part of it, but it's also just um, the way he's moving is just like. It looks very deliberate the way he's moving. Like, he's not. Before, he was getting beat up and he's like, oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> yeah. My bad. I was going to say, he looks scared. <laughs> but he, I was, I'm getting scared of my own show here. But, like, <laughs> but yeah, it's like he looks scared and he just suddenly goes to this, like, very focused, like, confident, like, I'm going to gun you down now. Like, walk. Like yes, like like you said, he has his briefcase and everything. Like he didn't forget it on the subway. Yeah, oh, no. He he knew to take it with him. <laughs> yeah, to gun a guy down so he can leave after. Yeah. So yeah, and then it gets to the um, another thing is just like a shot of him running where he has this one particular run throughout the whole film where it's kind of like. He's like swinging his body too much, and he's like yeah. lifting his feet up too much. Yeah, I yeah. think it's mainly because like he's used to wearing like the clown shoes, right? So mm-hmm. it's like he's got to run super awkwardly, and just kind of like built into his character uh-huh. at that point. It's like the when he takes off the training weights, you know, like the rock, <laughs> like the the Goku or the Rock Lee or whatever. Yeah, that's how people run after. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like. But it's just like, and then it gets to—he just runs like down the street into like a random fucking bathroom. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you want to talk about this, John. This is the scene you were talking about earlier.
1: Like, all I'm gonna say is—that's no, your so you're like creme de la creme
2: shot, creme de la creme. The whole scene—I don't know, five minutes or however long it is—goosebumps, goosebumps, goosebumps at the yeah. whole thing. It's Every like, everything comes together—the the shots, the score, the ah, just everything, you know. And apparently that was improvised by Rukim. Mm. The whole dance thing was his idea.
0: Yeah, I mean it's, it's like a. Uh, it's just the score is like, almost like operatic, like quiet operatic music, soft violin, and then he's sort of doing like. Well, I'd say it's close to like a ballet dance almost.
2: But it's so cathartic. Like you're watching this, and you're like, "This is catharsis for the guy," and you know
0: it. You know, like yeah i mean before it's like you see him he's like as he walks he's like slouched down he's very like like looks like he's just like weighed down and this is like him just very gently dancing you know after committing these horrible murders right (laughs) yeah but for him it's like he's like free of like himself yeah pretty much And i think it's like a common theme throughout the film he tends to express himself through dance a lot Mm -hmm. actually when he's like in a good mood, essentially. And he, he, as the film goes on, he starts dancing more and more. Because I guess he he's become like more light on his feet. Or he feels like he's not as weighed down by everything, emotionally mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. No, you can see his whole posture changes and everything. Yeah, it's like a very deliberate dance. And it's like, he ends with like a... He t poses on them or something. T pulses on them. Or well, he does like this, like <laughs> he's like Christ the Redeemer, like <laughs> like I'm not. It's actually the pose he does. Yeah,
3: that's the exact
0: pose, right?
1: Yeah. So, uh. So. I, yeah. So he after
0: he commits the murders, right? Yeah. It's just like um. When does he? When does he start? Yeah, he's he's just watching the thing. He goes, he's watching the news and it's like, oh, yeah, they're talking about the murders, right? Thomas Wayne. And then this is where we get introduced to Thomas Wayne, who's just like, yeah, these murders were horrible. I thought it was kind of funny where he's like, oh, yeah, they're decent young men. I didn't know them personally. I'm like, isn't this like every fucking news story? <laughs> yeah. Anybody like anyone relevant gets killed. But buddy?
1: yeah, because if they find out they're like, oh, these guys are scumbags. Be like, Oh, I didn't know them. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, it's also to cover his ass, but it's like, yeah. it's like how they like very subtly work that in, or it's like, news report, they're like, oh yeah, upstanding young citizen. I didn't know them personally, and then later like, oh yeah, he was also like dealing math down the line. They're like, oh yeah, well, I didn't know him. It's like, yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't know why you're even talking about these people then. Like, Well yeah, you obviously
1: have to protect your ass, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, there is like always a, there is a social commentary in this film, which is more of like a subplot, where it's like, You know, so, you know... I wouldn't say it's a subplot. Well, it's a a major theme of the film, but it's, it's, I don't know, it gets, in a weird way, like, sort of pushed to a subplot just because of how focused you are and, I guess, how good Walking Phoenix was. Like, it's... Mm -hmm. um, But it's just like, yeah, society only cares about you if, like, you're of some sort of status, right? It's not like, yeah, if you get gunned down the street and you're, like, a fucking...
1: Well, Thomas Lane, like, Thomas Wayne, like, when he found, when the witness report says that, oh, a clown was the one who killed Yeah. these three guys, like, he starts calling other people clowns. Yeah,
0: he's like, oh, he's, this guy is a coward, right? He's, yeah. like, jealous of people who are successful, and, you know, other people like that. They're all clowns, you know? Yeah. And it's like, bro, and he's like, oh, I'm running for man. Like, so you're just calling, like, the way people are going to interpret this, you're essentially just saying poor people are clowns, because yeah. that's what you're making it sound like. Yeah. Like, maybe that's not exactly what he's going for, but that's what it came out as, so. hmm So, it's like Jesus, and it's like... Very poor choice of words. It goes back to the Heath Ledger Joker, where he has that whole dialogue in the hospital, where he's like, you know, I threatened to kill one little mare, and everyone loses their mind, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not according to the plan, you know? Yeah. Some well-off guys
1: get gunned down, it's... You know everyone freaks out, right? So like as a comic book person, I know that Thomas Wayne was never like referenced this way. Like I as feel a- like, like as a guy who's like just rich oh. who doesn't give two fucks about everybody else, type of thing.
0: Okay. Yeah, he's usually depicted as like a philanthropist or like a good guy. Yeah. You know, well-respected guy. People always talk about
1: how great he was, like, as a doctor and all that, you know? Yeah. So, this is, like, the first indication you can see, like, they're not going for that. He's going for, like, a slum millionaire type of guy. Mm. Or he's, like,
0: profiting off, like, the backs of, like, the lower class, right? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, the film has a very clear divide between the rich and the poor in this. Like, Mm -hmm. that's obviously a major theme. That.
2: but what i think it does best the film is everybody who, so uh arthur has bad um like he has uh how do i say it? terrible experiences with like a, a, a variety of different people so he's got the three guys on the subway who are like the upper class mm-hmm. he's got the woman with the child on her bus who is just like i don't know middle class or even lower class the same class as him mm-hmm. and she's still treating him like shit yeah. So it's, it's not like it's the whole movie is like, okay, if they're rich, they're going to be assholes. It's like, no, it's just like people are assholes in
1: this movie. Oh, 100%. Like, this is like asshole the movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think we said there's like
1: only like a couple people in the film, you could say, who
0: went out of their way to like try and help him, right? hmm. And it's like uh, one is the uh, short dude who's like, yeah, one is the short. On the short dude. And then w- later, some uh, attending at one of the hospitals is like, tries to help him out by protecting him from certain information. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, also um,
0: the, his therapist at the beginning of the movie was nice to him. His therapist. uh, Yeah. I mean, his therapist at the beginning just sort of seems like she's doing her job. And then after this whole thing, it's like, it's, uh, it's like she, I think at one point it's like he gets cut off from his, um, his funding, right? When I was funding his like social services. Right. Yeah. And she's just like, you know what? They don't give a shit about you. They don't give a shit about me. Like, I'm sorry. I can't help you. Right. Like, yeah. She's basically like saying, you know what? Like we're both in a terrible situation. And,
3: yeah.
0: And it's true. Like they're in a terrible situation. So, so here. <laughs> there's a lot to remember in this plot. Like, there's so much, but... Yeah, so after that, after he gets his budget cough and the medication, he... This is... For me, personally, this was one of the most awkward scenes in the film. The two most awkward scenes, this one, where he does his stand-up routine at the comedy club. Oh, gosh. And the first scene where he's, like, fantasizing about being on... Um, Murray. Murray show... Murray... Frank. Murray franklin show who's the um he's like a stand-up uh comedian who hosts late night show it's supposed to be like a david letterman type character and who he idolizes and he has like a fantasy scene where he's there and he's like oh i'm trying to bring joy and laughter to the role and i'm like i'm just watching like cringing just like this is so awkward maybe because i have like social anxiety but like <laughs> i'm trying to imagine like if this was me going up in the middle of like a big ass like show and saying this like singled out i'd be like uh yeah like stop stop it's just so awkward it's so cringe yeah yeah but this by far the comedy scene is the most awkward scene yeah it's established he's trying to become a stand-up comedian and then his mom kind of of says at one point like don't you have to be funny to be a comedian (laughs) I'm just like bro
1: which again that's really fucked up (laughs)
0: that's what I also said low-key this is like the comedy elements the dark comedy (laughs) elements of it where they do stuff like that Mm mm-hmm yeah, I think earlier they also do this I don't know if it's already happened at this point where he's leaving his job and he's just like, he's like, "Oh, sorry, I forgot to punch out." Like punches the clock off the mm-hmm. wall.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> like, okay, that's actually kind of funny. Well, did we establish that uh, the fact that like this fucking guy who gave him the gun? Yeah, we didn't establish that the guy who gave him
0: the gun. Basically, he was like. Oh, yeah, I heard his boss was like, yeah, fucking Randall told me you were trying to buy a piece off him, like, just last week, you know, Mm -hmm. basically, like, selling him out, like, trying to say, like, oh, no, he didn't get the gun from me, right? Yeah. But it's like, so, yeah, Randall's also a scumbag. No, 100% he's a fucking scumbag. As is most people in this film. Mm -hmm. But he's a scumbag. So, like we said, there's only, like, a few people in this film who are actually, like... Try to look out for him, right?
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So, speaking of that, he goes to this comedy club to do his stand-up routine, and he goes out and just starts fucking uncontrollably laughing. Yeah. And it's really awkward. He can't even get a joke out, right? Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He eventually gets one joke out, and then it just... I kind of like how they do this, where they just start playing over his dialogue with music, and then, Mm -hmm. like, put, like, sounds of laughter in there to make it seem like it's going well. And then you see, like, uh, fucking Sophie, who's at this point is established to be, like, his girlfriend or something. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) yeah, they became his girlfriend after he just, like, won. He just went into her, like, apartment and started making out with her after he, like, shot some dudes. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, damn.
2: No, actually, it's even weirder than that. Um, Because she, before that, he stalked her he mm. didn't do that whole thing where he stopped her and then yeah. she shows up at his door again this is in his imagination but this is how it all starts and she shows up at his door asks him hey were you following me he admits to it and then somehow she's okay with it and she's like she thinks it's a good idea to
1: I uh, think you've seen this man yeah. <laughs> which is I love how like later in if- a uh, obviously, the plot, you know what happens, but the signs to show that, like, this is his imagination is kind of more apparent after your second view or your second to third view. I hate myself for I'm not catching that on the first view. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. I didn't catch that either.
0: I think it's always good. What a good sign that they did a good job when you watch it and you're like, I should have seen this coming, but I didn't. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, it doesn't feel like it came out of nowhere. Yeah, and it's also like, but at the same time, it's not obvious, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's like they did a like they did in a way where you're like, shit, like why didn't I see this coming? Yeah, it's so obvious, but it's like, goddamn, they got me, didn't they? But I think it's like, I think I was saying during the film, it's because like their interactions are so like short lived. You don't have time to focus on them because you're moving from like one scene to the next, right? And this is they're all like some six sense shit. shit. Yeah, they're all kind of like in between, right? Yeah like, side points. She's just kind of, like, there, right? Mm-hmm. They don't really, like, talk too much or say a lot, right? Mm-hmm. You, they don't have, like, a whole scene where they go on, like, a date and they have dinner and they talk for, like, ten minutes, right? Mm-hmm. To make it seem, like, unrealistic, right? It's just kind of like, oh, she's there and it's, like, stand up and he's there for this and that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. He does his whole stand up and it seemingly goes over well, mm-hmm. question mark. <laughs> but it's, like... uh so, so again, he goes home and he finds out, like, he... This, uh, male. This male. Well, his mom's like, oh, I have another letter for Thomas Wayne. hmm And he's like, yeah, I'll dance with me, mom, you know, like, and all that. <laughs> and once again, mm-hmm. the dancing, he's sort of, when he's happy, he dances, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he gets curious and, like, opens the letter and he finds out that, apparently, Thomas Wayne is his father. And mm-hmm. he's like understandably gets mad at his mom for not telling him Uh and he's like fine so this is where it gets a little weird because he goes on the train which is like the rich person train i guess yeah i kind of like how the rich person train like doesn't actually go through the city like it's establishing that rich people don't associate with like the downtown core like Mm -hmm. the grimy area like they have their own separate train along the coast you know Mm mm-hmm and, like, he, he's very clearly out of place. Like, he doesn't fit in at all. Everyone is, like, a business suit. Mm-hmm. And he just fucking rolls up to Wayne Manor. Like, just walks up, like. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get to see Bruce Wayne as a child. What? Twist. Bruce Wayne is in this film the whole time. Yeah. And so is yeah. Alfred. I was going to say Harold. What the hell? <laughs> Harold. Fucking Harold. Yeah. <laughs> The yeah, classic, the classic butler Harold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's like he goes up and he starts like doing magic for Bruce Wayne and does his thing where he tries to
1: turn his lips up to smile. Yeah, which is like, why is this kid allowing this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like this gets so weird that like, if I'm like a ten year old kid and some like grown ass man comes tries to make me smile, like, what the the fuck? I think this will just
0: establish that. Maybe a lot of people saying about Batman is he was always mentally ill.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: he just adds to that character. Yeah. To him. yeah. I'm like, yeah. And then fucking Alfred comes up and like, hey, what are you doing? And it's just like, yeah, I was just here to see uh, Thomas Wayne. Mm-hmm. You know, like, show me everything between them. And he's like, yeah, there's nothing between them, bro. Get out of mm-hmm. here. And he fucking starts choking. I'm like, yeah, for a man who's like... A hundred pounds and like a skeleton, he, he's cho- he's choking this guy out, and the guy can't even get away from him. Like, damn, how strong! Man has like the crazy person strength. Like, yeah, yeah, the classic like horror movie trope of like you're crazy somehow gives you like super strength. Yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah, I'm like, aren't these just regular humans? They're not like stronger than average. Yeah, as far as I'm aware.
1: Yeah,
0: especially not Arthur Flack He's should be much weaker than the average person.
1: <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. No fat, no muscle. It doesn't even help that, like, if you know, like, if you're a comic book nerd, you know the origins of like Alfred. Like, this guy was a soldier. Oh, oh was, yeah. It was yeah, and he? Yeah. For like was, the British, like... Of, like the SAS. Oh, wow. So it's, it wasn't like he was like a grunt. He was like special agent type of shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's was like what the fuck. So a random, like
0: dude comes up and just chokes him out, and he can't stop him. Yeah, I'm like, bruh. Like, that's,
2: I feel like, like if you just karate chopped like the, the guy's, guy's arm, it would have just like split in half. That's how frail <laughs> the guy is. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's how frail he looks. Apparently, he's not. because yeah. he's <laughs> always constant. Like this man, like only subsists off cigarettes and, and <laughs> I don't know hatred. I don't, think, you know, because I don't know. I never see him eat or drink a single thing in a day. That is he, very true. Yeah, he just, he's I, only always oh, only ever just smoking. Like, yeah, that's yeah. true. He's smoking, and that's it. <laughs> I don't even see him drink water. Like, yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. I don't know how this man's alive. Well, when he goes into his fridge in that one scene,
2: <laughs> well, you think he's drinking the ice? No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is, when he pulls out the like the the shelves in the fridge, there's nothing on
0: them. I not- don't think so. They looked
2: pretty empty to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, like at one point he's feeding his mom. He's not even eating himself. Yeah. Like usually, if you. Having a meal with your family, you're also eating, right? You're not know, just like, "Here's the food, yeah. you can buy. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, I don't know, like, where he's getting the strength from, but whatever. He's also runs a lot in the film, which we're saying for a
1: man who smokes like twenty four <laughs> seven, somehow has all this. This stamina. guy has a crazy stamina, man. <laughs> this guy runs cardio for days, man.
0: Yeah, he's running with like massive clown shoes and like a suitcase, like full sprint, and he's yeah. like dancing right after like I don't know he's not even out of breath he's not even breathing heavy Mm -hmm. he's just like oh geez (laughs) so yeah he fucking gets home and he finds out his mom had a stroke Mm -hmm. so obviously he's devastated and he gets to the hospital and some detectives come up and be like oh we got some questions for you about the uh about the murders right and he plays it off real cool he's like you know I don't want to talk to you cops you know and he fucking just walks into the exit-only door. <laughs> like, it looks completely unplanned. Like, he has this whole scene of him being like, well, first of all, he, like, lies to the cops and be like, yeah, I don't know anything about them, right? You know? And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, why'd you get fired for bringing a gun? He's like, no, they told me I wasn't funny enough, you know? Yeah. I think this is also the first time you actively see him, like, outright just lie to someone, right? Yeah. Like, before he's, like, honest and they got him nowhere, so. Yeah, pretty much. So he's just, he's willing to just lie to the cops about even trivial things like, you know, why he got fired from a job, right? Yeah. Just to cover his ass, but. Mm-hmm. So he goes into the uh, the hospital room and he sees, like, Murray Franklin come on and he's, like, talking about him. He's like, oh, I got this clip and it's, like, his, his comedy act and he's, like, first he's like, oh, this is amazing, you know, I'm on Murray Franklin's show, right? Mm-hmm. And he quickly realizes, you know, its he's not on the show to be uh, praised, right? Mm-hmm. he's just Murray Franklin's just making fun of how bad his act was right mm-hmm. so it's just like yeah I mean, that's sort of like I think at that point this is like another major tipping point for him because it's like to him Murray
1: Franklin's like a father figure in a way Yeah, like well you see in earlier scenes like he starts imagining when he sees Murley, Murray that like it is like a father figure to him Murray. Merlin yeah Merlin yeah Merlin Franklin, yeah. Yeah, on no, that
2: one scene man, he's fantasizing or uh, dreaming about being on his show and getting called out from the crowd. and yeah. everything. Uh He also imagines that Murray says,
1: what does he say again? He's like, oh, oh I wish I had a son like you. I give up all this for having a kid like you. Yeah. And it's like, what? If, that <laughs> yeah. if that's not the most like... Bad. Imagine this shit of all time. Yeah, that's... uh, Wow. So at
0: yeah. this point, it's sort of like
1: he's just like
0: his father figure for this whole time. He's just sort of like betrayed him essentially. Yeah. Betrayed all his like expectations being like, this guy's an asshole. And I mean, he is an asshole. (laughs) Yeah, he is. It's not how he saw. Right. So, so after that, he goes to, uh, he goes to the film theater where all the rich people are watching a Charlie Chaplin film for whatever. Modern times, modern times, a very classic Charlie Chaplin film. Yeah. But for some reason, and and the riots are going on, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, there's a bunch of riots outside. And this is, once again, just terrible security. Like, there's like three cops total for this whole thing. Yeah. Because like, one of them gets distracted, and he just walks under the barrier and like, walks into the back of the theater. Yeah. Like, not a single person stops him or is there where did he get the uniform again? We don't even see where he got the uniform. He just walks in and he comes out and he's still wearing like a... A Like Or a bellboy. A, a bellboy Bell like Bell uniform. Yeah. Very... I don't even know if they have bellboys anymore. I guess if you maybe went to a super high end. Well, at that point they did. They did at that point. Like I did. Like even when we reviewed... We didn't post this review, but at Home Alone 2 they have bellboys. Yeah. You go to a super high end like hotel, they'll have a bellboy who will bring you shit. Mm-hmm. I. Other than that, I've never seen a bellboy in my life because I've no. never, I've never had the privilege to stay at a hotel that. Day. Like a five star hotel, yeah. Like a yeah, like a you pay like a thousand bucks a night to stay there, right? Mm. Hotel, right. Mm. Uh, so he goes into the theater and like he confronts uh, Thomas Wayne in the bathroom, and being like, "Yeah, I know you're my father, and like my mom, I raised you." And Thomas Wayne justifiably does not want to see this man because he heard about how he came to his house and basically like <laughs> attacked his butler and his son right yeah and he's surprisingly patient with this guy still uh-huh. he's just like you know what i you mom like nothing happened between us you're adopted but and he's like what do you mean i'm adopted right uh-huh. I like how he just casually drops that in there right because like he assumed he knew and he's like oh he never told you Mm -hmm. So this is like another, his world's slowly coming down around him is literally the everyone's betrayed me. I'm fed up with this world from the room here. (laughs) That's a great reference. But that's also another theme of the film is literally everyone's betrayed his expectations. Yeah. Everyone he thought was like close to him is not right. Yeah. So he's like, okay, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Like, and then fucking Thomas Wayne just punch him in the face and leaves. <laughs> so he goes to investigate this at the uh, Arkham Asylum or Arkham State Hospital,
1: sorry. <laughs> see, yeah, yeah, it's, not Ar- it's Arkham Asylum. Come on, just be honest. Yeah, it's Ark- whatever. So he goes there and he goes up to
0: the guy and he's like, yeah, I found the files. Once again, this was one of the few people who was trying to be nice to him in the film because the guy mm-hmm. starts reading and be like, oh yeah, she was in prison. In prison, <laughs>
1: She was put in the hospital for, uh, like, oh, you mentioned it. What? Why she was put in the hospital?
0: Well, that was—I mean, like the like the narcissism
1: was one of the things that she had. She is
0: like delusional. Yeah, stuff. yeah, and like she also has narcissistic personality disorder. Yeah. yeah which I don't know if anyone doesn't know what that is. It's just basically you're only, you're only, you put yourself before everyone else, essentially mm-hmm. to the point of, to the point of like ignoring anything that actually goes against that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, it's just like, yeah, he was put in here for like her as her son was abused. And then he kind of like looks into it. and He's like, Oh yeah, this is your uh, mom. And he's like, yeah. And he's just like, yeah, I can't release the file. Sorry. And you can tell it's not because, like, he can't release the files. He just doesn't want him to read it because it's probably some, like, traumatic shit, right? Yeah. He's,
1: like, the one nice guy to him. Yeah. He's, like... So so I wonder, how the fuck does she even have the opportunity to adopt a child? I don't know. It's hard to say. And maybe all this got diagnosed and put on record after the fact.
0: After she adopted, yeah. Because they said she adopted while he was, she was working for Thomas Wayne. So mm. if she was able to hold employment with Thomas Wayne at that point, she probably still seemed stable. Yeah, I guess. Yes. You have a good reference, I suppose. Yeah. So yeah. he steals the files and finds out that like he was abused as a child, which I guess he repressed the memories because he doesn't remember that. Yeah. He was abused by the the boyfriend or the husband at the time. And she just stood there and watched and it's like, yeah, your son was tied to a radiator. And it's like, oh, well, he's always such a happy little boy, you know? hmm So, and then it's fucking, it's just tragic. <laughs> it's just like, fuck man. This guy's like socks. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, honestly. So it's like, Jesus Christ, how much like more <laughs> abuse can this guy take? Right. Yeah, pretty much. So they get back to like, um, he goes back to the hospital his mom is and he's just talking to her actually like laying in the bed like sort of unconscious sort of like awake and just being like yeah you know I almost thought my laugh was a disorder because the guy told me I was like I was ill right but it's not right and I think he says what is the line he says I've not been I haven't been happy for one minute in my entire life I'm like I actually believe this guy
4: yeah honestly
0: based on the events of the film like you mentioned there was about the Killing Joke, and the the theme of that book is or a common like the famous line from that is all it takes is one bad day to like mm-hmm. turn you into like the Joker essentially. Mm-hmm. This is more like all it takes is one bad life. Like his entire life is just shit. Like yeah, like he was adopted, which means he was an orphan as a child. Either his parents died or he's a- abandoned, <laughs> mm-hmm. got adopted by a crazy woman who's. Spouse abused him. Yeah. And then he ended up having to take care of her, which is even more fucked up. Yeah. And then he has, like, no... He's poor. <laughs> he's, he's mentally ill, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, bruh, like, this man's life is just...
1: Yeah, like, it's tough, man. Yeah. So, so, it makes you just feel like, damn, man, like, this guy's just going through, like, demotion, so... When you see like, like when like, you're yeah. making like villain relatable yeah. characters, you know, like majority of the time you yeah. don't relate to them, right? Yeah. This are straight up villain. You know? I, I feel like nowadays like the, the classic, classic villains villain. of the of our era are like turn into like sympathetic, sympathetic villains. villains.
0: Yeah, that's more of the popular trend is to
1: have sympathetic villains. And we mentioned that
0: on our arcane podcast as well the Mm -hmm. main villain is a very he becomes more of a sympathetic villain as time goes on which makes him a lot more interesting you know yeah like there's no like cartoonishly evil villains you know it's not like the old days of like action movies where you have guy going like diplomatic community and get shot
1: do you feel like because we've been like sworn down by villains that like Kind of miss the regular. I'm just evil because I'm evil.
0: Yeah, I mean, strangely enough, I think the only people who still do that are like Pixar and Disney films. Yeah, where you have people in like, like the like an op like the the the, guy, the explorer who was like clearly crazy, right? Or, yeah, or like in Frozen, where Hans is just a a bastard for no reason. Like, well, he was good in the beginning. It was an act. That was an act. Yeah, it was an act. Like he. But he's just evil, like, he's just, he's just a bad guy. Like, he doesn't have any redeeming features to him. Like, yeah. Like, but that's, like, I guess it's been sort of relegated to, like, having clear-cut depictions of things are only for, like, a younger audience, right? Yeah. As you get older, I guess you want a more nuanced take on things. You don't want to just...
1: Yeah, well, like, everybody thought, like, Wicked, West, uh, Wicked Witch of the West was, like, purely evil. But now, like, you yeah. got this, like, fucking prequel... Now, oh, no, she's sympathetic, you know, because, like, they treated her like that. Another sister treated her like that. So she became this way type of thing. People used to think, oh, Vader was, like, you know, straight up boss villain. And now, like, with prequels, oh, he's sympathetic, you know? Yeah, yeah, see where he came from. Yeah, the real villain was Palpatine the whole time. Exactly. Even though, yeah, he was, too. Yeah, he was never a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Palpatine's the best, <laughs> best, redeemable character to be evil because he's evil. Yeah, exactly, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I
0: mean, I wouldn't mind seeing more of a just uh, that, but it, in this film, it's it has to sort of be that way because it's like you need a character who's like nuanced right mm-hmm. otherwise it wouldn't like be interesting you yeah. can't just like suddenly descend from like this sort of pathetic depressed you know some somewhat sympathetic character to like full-on villainy yeah where he's just like i'm gonna go kill a bunch of people Ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. you know it's like he's gotta be
1: this way but So, it's like, yeah, and then... John, John, do you know any, like, (laughs) villain... Sorry. (laughs) Do you know any villains that, like... (laughs) That you look at that, like... Because we were talking about, like, sympathetic villains.
2: Well, we brought him up earlier, Magneto. At least in the newer
1: movies. um, Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. I I feel like every movie, movie. Magneto's sympathetic. That's like a character.
0: He's always doing it for like the mutant race, right? Because yeah. He's sort of like worthy, oppressed. Oh, oh, uh, Snape, Harry
1: Potter.
2: He's not so, so much, much a villain, but yeah.
1: kind of. Well, I'll, more my question was like, do you not miss like the villain to be villains people? Like the strictly just evil bad guys. I'm, I'm evil like, to be evil type of people. Because I feel like every now and then, like every now All villains have to be sympathetic now. Oh, they always have to have
2: a reason or yeah or some. But back back in days, you didn't have to have
1: that. And Brandon mentioned only Pixar villains are like straight up villains. No, I wouldn't say that. Oh, I wouldn't say that.
2: Look at look at
0: Incredibles. He has a very
1: good. Oh, Frozen. Ah, Frozen. Uh, what, it's syndrome. funny where's
0: my <laughs> super nah, that's s- syndrome. <laughs> syndrome syndrome syndrome. Yeah, yeah. syndrome I'm not saying all Pixar films I'm just saying that's really only where they're depicted is in Pixar films yeah yeah it's, yeah. Like,
4: it well, it's like
2: like the, the super kid, kid, kid in Toy Story the fucking who looks like uh, Sid Sid he's, he's evil because he's he's just
1: a boy yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no no Sid is not a bully he's just fucked up <laughs> You don't know if he's a bully or not. That's true. He never bullied anybody. He's just a fucked up kid. That's true. Okay, look. It starts
2: with toys. Then he's going to go to like raccoons and small little rodents. And then humans.
1: Oddly enough, he becomes a garbage man. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. That Easter egg. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, they really could have used him in this film.
4: (laughs) (laughs) She just got that. (laughs)
2: holy shit that was good that was good there was layers (laughs) to that
0: one (laughs) but yeah
2: what the fuck man
0: (laughs) but yeah it's, it's like we don't really get like black and white depictions of good evil like this is the good guy we should cheer for him this is the bad guy yeah this isn't like uh you're watching fucking Dragon Ball and fucking Freeza. Even freeze has become a sympathetic villain these days. Oh, how? Well, he's not sympathetic. He became like an ally briefly. Yeah, but he's still evil. He's still evil, but he's like, I'll help you this time. <laughs> yeah. But next time. <laughs> well, the only reason he's helping is because he wants to be the main evil. So it's kinda of also he doesn't want his like universe destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. That's very self Makes sense. He has a very strong <laughs> self-interest to not just <laughs> dis- like erase from existence. Exactly. Yeah. No, but I, I feel like
2: um these um like kind of like shades of gray villains um are more interesting than just like uh, well, I just want to do this because,
0: yeah. you know... Well, I mean, I guess the other genre that happens a lot is horror films, right? Like, yeah. talking about, like... You are talking like, Halloween Michael Myers. He's just an
1: evil... Oh, guy. yeah. This, see, that's, that's why I love. He's just like, an evil dude, right? He's yeah.
0: not, like... Well, I mean, I think later in the series they try to bring him in more of, like, a
1: backstory, right? But the first one... Well, he's like, still like, evil, man, what you will say. He's, he's a, a pawn, pawn of something, of something but, but he's, he's still, still evil. Like, they don't get, play. like... Like, like the, the only time it really exactly got serious was with with the Rob Zombie, zombie remakes, where they started, like, oh, like, as a kid, he was fucking abused. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. I feel, I feel
2: like, like a character, a character like, like that that should leave alone. alone, don't put any, like, what Rob Zombie did. I don't think you should just leave it alone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If
1: you're evil, you're evil. For, like, crying out to allow I don't need to know if you're, like, oh, you grew up in a shitty household. Yeah. Like, to yeah. me, that's played out now. Um, one of my, one of my favorite, I, it's not like a, I don't really like the movie itself,
2: but one of my favorite scenes in a horror movie is, uh, the, the strangers when mm.
4: they ask them like, why are you doing this? And it's like, cause you're home.
2: And I think
0: that's so like, if that's not a motive for like a
2: bad person, you know, like,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of would like to see. Yes, more popular films where it's like the bad person is like not redeemable. Because it's sort of like there's some sort of satisfaction. I like I don't know, I watch this a lot in anime where the villain is like, um, this is all according to my plans, so all according to Keikaku, you know. Are you talking about Naraku? Not Naraku because Naraku's have, tragic too. Naraku, they also made some bigger. One. I was thinking more like uh I don't know if you saw Bleach, Bleach mainly. No. The main character is just, like, a jerk, and he's always like, I'm better than everyone, right? Mm-hmm. It's so satisfying just to see them, like, get their smug-ass smile wiped off their face. Like, it's cathartic to be like, fuck you, buddy. You like, know what? All-,
1: all for one. All for one, yeah. Like, yeah. In, in anime, in My Hero Academia. Because, like, Shigaraki is supposed to be, like, the tragic character and that, but all for one is, like, pure Palpatine level.
0: Yeah, that's sort of, like, I think there's, like, another catharsis of that where you see, like, an asshole get what they deserve, right? Yeah. Get what they fucking deserve, you know? <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> but this... <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice reference, everybody. Yeah. Anyway, after it's established, this, he's he also said the other line that, that's also memed all hell now. He's, I thought my entire life was a tragedy, but it turns out it was a fucking comedy. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of memes that came out of this Then he fucking smothers his mom with a pillow which I think he said someone you knew's parents could have to stop watching the film at this point yeah they just they didn't like that scene I mean it's understandable it's not as pretty graphic scene once again when, no not uh, graphic at all I don't, I don't even think, think you see the, see the pillow on her face, face. well I mean it's more of a, it's, a, it's more of a disturbing scene I guess yeah like, like the thought, thought of it yeah, yeah. No man will just like kill his own mom, right? Even if she was like, come like completely horrible to him his whole life, right? Mm. So it's just like, yeah. After that, he's like, he gets home, and he's just like sitting there, and they just like fucking. He gets a call being like, yeah, we're gonna put you on Murray Franklin show. No, no, no. no we'll the call came before that. Oh, come because right
2: after that scene he goes home and he starts like um practicing how he's gonna uh enter Murray's show what he's gonna say
0: Are you sure I'm pretty sure that's what happened okay yeah well anyway so after he's practicing like what he's gonna say and then at one point he starts like he gets the iconic look where he starts dyeing his hair green and then this is where you said he does we know. also forgot that
1: he goes into um, Sophie's house,
0: yeah. After he finds out about his uh, his upbringing, right, mm-hmm. he just goes into Sophie's house, and then the big reveal happens where she's just like, Oh, you're uh, Arthur, aren't you? Like, she doesn't know this guy at all, really. Mm-hmm. And just like, Yeah, you're not, I need you to leave. And it's established like all this time they were dating was not real, never mm-hmm. happened. And I think there's some. People think that he killed her for some reason. No. There's no indication that he did, or mm. any reason he did. Like the only people he's killed in the film are like people who he feels wronged him, right? Yeah, I don't really see any reason for him to be mad at Sophie here. She yeah. literally yeah. didn't do anything. Like yeah, so I have no reason to believe she killed. Her. Some people say he killed her. The other weird conspiracy theory is saying that uh the adoption papers were fake and that Thomas Wayne paid them off to make it look like he was adopted when he actually fathered him a legitimately, mm-hmm. which in like, that's a little, that's a stretch. That's, that's a stretch. Interesting theory. But I feel like that's why should I believe this woman who's already very credibly, you know, not mentally well, it's like, yeah, like there's no, like there's no reason for him to go that far.
3: Mm hmm.
1: But or, or maybe there is, but who knows, right? It's 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 well, lots of it's interpretation. So
0: yeah, I mean, after that whole scene where it's revealed that it's like everything you've seen up to that and everything after gets called into question. So
4: mm-hmm.
0: uh, it's just like okay, we don't know what's facts are true, what are not necessarily. Yeah. So uh, this is another. This is probably the most violent scene in the film where he's like dying his hair green and his co-workers randall and gary show up right i think it's gary but the short guy yeah yeah and they're like yeah we heard your mom died and he's like yeah i'm just celebrating
4: <laughs> <laughs> i <I'm> like okay
0: <laughs> if someone said that to me i was like if i didn't know the person i was, i probably would just leave like and they're clearly not like good friends with them because it's established he doesn't have any good friends mm-hmm. yeah you know? So Randall's like, yeah, you know, it's like, sorry about that. You know, you're my boy. And he's like, yeah, no problem. Stabbed him in the fucking neck out of nowhere. Well, even before that, he uh, he was like, oh, you so, know,
1: just the police officer's lucky for
0: me. Yeah. Or looking
2: for you. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, think he would have actually stabbed him if he didn't bring that up. Yeah. I think yeah. after hearing that, he was
1: like, oh, God, of it's, you know, this
4: you know,
0: this
1: it's guy. classic. He's, he's
0: trying to cover his, his ass. ass. He's trying to cover his ass and also he's just like pissed off at the guy because he's like, yeah, you're my friend, right? And it's like after he stabbed him in the back, right? Yeah. So it's like, no, fuck you, buddy. Like, Yeah. And it's just like fucking just it's pretty graphic. He, like stabs him in the neck and like the eye and like fucking bashes his head against the wall repeatedly. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is another good use of like the the classic use of like his entire face is white splattered with red. Yeah. People like doing this a lot in films. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like I think it's a lot of old martial art films without in like the snow and they're like they cut each other and like all the blood sprays on the snow. Yeah. Like, <"S-> exactly. So and the fucking Gary's like, why did you do that, Arthur? And he's just like he's like, Yeah, you can go, it's fine. And yeah. Another bit of comedy tries to like he like jumps in and be like, oh, has the one where but he can't get out the door because it's like the fucking <laughs> the lock's too high. I think I remember watching <laughs> that theater. People like actually were just like laughing, like uncomfortable. No,
1: yeah, no i I remember watching that in theaters with you and like people. Oh, he's gonna fucking die, isn't he? And so sad he can't get out. I thought, I thought, I thought he was gonna. gonna people were like laugh. laughing, uncomfortably like oh,
0: God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then he just like lets him out. And he's like, "Yeah, you are the only person who's ever nice to me." So, moral of the story: be nice to everyone because you never know one of them is a deranged loner. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking. What? What of the of the week, right there. Yeah, it's like the the Twitter memes where it's like you make friends with the one the white kid at the back of the class. <laughs> so when he shoots up the school. <laughs>
4: Upstairs,
1: yeah. <laughs> See you in class, like I got you. <laughs> okay, we're good. Yeah. We're not getting canceled. I mean, uh, we're not getting canceled for that, but yeah, I think at this
0: point, like in his last like 20 minutes of film, is where like all the memes come from. Yeah, that's the scene of him like wearing the suit, and then he's like dancing down the stairs. But, yeah. The song Rock and Roll Part Two by Gary Glitter, which is, if anyone's heard that song, it's like a weird choice for the film. It's a hockey song. They played it <laughs> hockey. Played hockey it's like, it kind of works, but it's also like when it first came on, I was like, huh? Like, <laughs> It was like, I didn't expect it because you have like this, like usually just sad orchestral music or very like like atmospheric music and then all of a sudden they bust out this like hockey chant song and you're like what? The man's like dancing down the stairs, you know. Yeah. And it's so I can just like I think at this point it's established like after he kills that guy he's like probably most confident he's ever been in the whole film at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. He's just like he's living life, you know. He's he's on top of the world, you know.
1: Yep. And then the uh, two officers two, two, three, two, three. that were uh, Questioning her from the Wall Street kids' murders, yeah, show up, yeah, and they're just like, Hey, he just runs away. So, in my opinion, do, do you think these like uh, detectives or whatever have proof? I don't think they had proof, they just had suspicions.
0: Mm. I don't know when he ran,
1: they they pretty, pretty
0: much confirmed, confirmed it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where they got the uh, evidence from. Maybe it's, they trace like the bullet back to the gun he had or something. Did they even see the gun? Well, I mean, no. But, like, you can tell what type of gun it is based on the mm-hmm. bullet. Mm-hmm. So. But they never saw the gun. And they never saw that he well, they, had one. I'm, well, I mean, Randall had a gun. And he knows he worked with Randall. Because mm-hmm. they mentioned they were questioning him as well, right? Mm-hmm. And you can trace back, like registered firearms to certain people. So mm. so that's probably why they were questioning them in the first place. Yeah. They probably just investigated everyone in that area, right?
1: Yeah. That's, that's true. Because
0: knowing Randall, he probably was like, oh, I gave that gun to Arthur, you know? Like, mm-hmm. fucking to save his own ass. So. Mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's why they're questioning them. But also, I don't know. Like, he gets chased by these guys in the subway, right? And I think you said you like this shot a lot, Jimmy.
1: Yeah, when they're going into the subway? Yeah, the subway, and it's, like, full of protesters with, like, yeah. clown masks on. Yeah, no, I like the like the fact that, like, the fucking officers are going inside the fucking subway, and they're, like, already be being bombarded by all these rioters that fucking, at this point, we call him Joker now. That he's already kind of started. You can see it's just, like, the fucking chaos that's going on around, you know? Even though they're flashing the fucking badges and whatnot to these rioters, it doesn't give a fuck about them.
0: Yeah, like, he literally takes a mask off a guy, and the guy just, like, fucking shoves him, right? And then he gets shoved another guy, and the guy turns around just, like, fucking decks the other guy. Yeah. Out of nowhere. It's like, what is this escalation? Like.
1: Yeah, there's, like, zero escalation. It's just, it's, it's chaotic. I
0: think it's established that these people are, like, at the the, the boiling point, right? Like, everyone's just, like, ready to fucking blow at, like, the slightest anything. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, chaos happens. One of the cops actually shoots one of the, guy, the protesters, yeah. and that's when they it's all, true. like, fucking just swarm them and assumedly, like, kill them. Mm-hmm.
1: Right, because they mentioned later. Fun fact about that. They say that the cop died. uh, Sorry, not died, but got critically injured at one point. doesn't talk about the cop shooting somebody. No, they don't. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. Yeah. Because, again, it's the society point. Nobody wants to talk about the cop shooting the random fucking innocent bystander. Yeah. With no weapons. You You got to stick to a story. Exactly, but then they can get mollywop because of that whole situation and then the fucking cops are going to walk free out of that. Yeah. Because nobody talks about that. Yeah.
3: That's, that's, a, that's a good point, point. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so after he, he all this chaos, he
0: does his little fucking dance. <laughs> yeah. Fortnite dances on him. <laughs> <laughs> be like, Haha. I think this is the most, like, Joker, like, close to the comic book depiction of the Joker is that one scene mm-hmm. where he just, like, revels in, like, chaos mm-hmm. that he's caused. He's like, ha-ha, fuck you guys. I'm out of here.
3: Mm-hmm. And he's, like,
0: sort of... Like... like He's clownish about it, right? He's, like, yeah. dancing and, like, smiling. And be like, ha-ha-ha. You're a Joker,
1: essentially. Yeah. You know? like, we, like, we're finally bringing into, like... You can see early depiction of the Joker. Yeah, this is, I guess, where it's
0: most tied to the comic book of, like, the actual Joker character, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like, they fucking he gets to the show and he's in the back room and, like, Murray comes and be like, hey, we're well, on. And, of course, the producers are like, I don't think we should have this guy on. <laughs> I don't think it's just a good idea. And, of course... Everybody the, listen to the producers. Of course, not listens to him. <laughs> he painted his face, which is, like like a clown, which is obviously a symbol of protest right now. it's like, oh, does that have anything to do with the politics? He's like, nope, I just. Yeah. That's like if you
1: show up, literally the equivalent of that, like back in 2019, is like you show up to a talk show and you have a mega hat on. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's like, and then they're like, yeah, let's put them on anyway. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, look, because Murray's a fucking idiot, man. <laughs> He's an idiot who just cares about ratings. Yeah, that's what it was, man he's literally just an idiot who's an asshole
1: as well. But my thing is, the fucking producers are more caring about ratings. They're getting a fucking build out of this. Well, yeah. I mean, the producers... It, it, but it's Mary's eagle. It, it is, is eagle. it is his eagle. It is his eagle. He's established He's like, an egotistical asshole, so... Yeah. So, it's, like, fucking... He's like, oh, this guy made great money for me. Oh, I'm going to put him on the show. Oh, is he fucking, like, fucked up in the head? I don't care. Go ahead. What? What's the worst that's gonna happen to me? I'm on live TV. Yeah, it's not like he's gonna kill me or anything. Yeah. He's <laughs> not like gonna
0: bring a gun to the show. What are you gonna do? Stab me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That gunshot
2: felt so real. Like, the way his head fucking flies back. And yeah. It's flat on the wall. Well, it's like we said,
0: all the depiction of violence in this is, like, super realistic and gritty, right? Yeah. Like that's why it's... It hits, that's much harder, right? Yeah. Rather than, like, you watch, like, uh, John Wick or something where people are just getting shot and... Or the John Wick 2 where they're, like, casually shooting under their arms in the subway station in between the platform. or like, the uh, pillars. I'm like, bro, like, that's not how silencers work. <laughs> like, you can't just, like... <laughs> you can hear a silencer going just, like, off. <laughs> yeah. It's still, like, fucking loud. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't be, like, in the mall just be like, pew, 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 like, under, <laughs> under the arm, like, under my, like, my jacket, just like, hey... Like just casually shooting people. Like fuck that's yeah. not how things work. But yeah, it's like so when there actually is like someone gets shot or something in this film or stabbed, and it's like super like, oh Jesus Christ. Like yeah. You really feel it, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which is just the tone of the film. So so it goes on to the thing, he gets asked to be introduced as Joker and he fucking like walks out, just dances on him, throws a cigarette away fucking makes out with some random old psychiatrist chick. No, the doctor. The doctor. I. Yeah, she's a doctor of something. But, uh, yeah, so Murray obviously brought it on the show just to fucking fuck with him some more. But. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, you
1: know, he's talking to him normally, and it's, it looks pretty awkward. Even before that, though, I kind of like the scene, because obviously Murray is here to shit on the sky. Yeah. But Joker does not give him any sort of chance to fuck with him. Yeah, like it's already like established. Like he's out here, he's the dominatrix. Like everybody, everybody's paying attention to him, even fucking Mary. So he came in like, "Oh hey, like show that clip right now!" Like as soon as stand, as soon as he came to the fucking chair. You can't say that.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, he keeps
0: taking, like, small jabs at him every now and again. He'll say something. him make a joke like, oh, like, he goes to, like, he's like, oh, you got any new material? And he pulls out books like, oh, you need to write it. Like, oh, you got a book. <laughs> yeah, you that's know, true. Like, he just takes small jabs when he can. But it doesn't work. It doesn't work. He just kind of ignores it, right? Yeah. So, and it's just, like, he's just, like, he says, like, a joke, which is, like, knock, knock, uh, the police, your son's dead, huh? And they're like, no, you can't talk. You can't say that. You can't say jokes like that. I'm like, what is this, Twitter? Like, <laughs> you can't make a joke about that. Like, literally getting canceled. Yeah, exactly. On live TV. But I'm like, why didn't they... <laughs> Once again, listen to the producer. Yeah. This guy has, like, this kinds of jokes coming out. You would have checked any of this beforehand. Like, It's true. No, honestly, Barry, listen to your fucking producer, man. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, so... Just before we get into this last part, he's, just, he's established that he was going to go on the show originally, and then like shoot himself on the show, like he was going to kill himself on the show. Mm-hmm. So, and then at this, and then he gets to the point where he's just like, he says something, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, I killed those guys in the subway," and he's like, "Oh, is this a joke?" It's like, "No, it's serious," you know. And then this whole—I'm not going to go over this whole speech because it's just watch the
1: scene if you haven't seen it. This is it's not like the, the most iconic scene in in the film.
0: It's definitely yeah. The speech also could have been a lot better. I feel like
2: why I don't know. I just it starts off good. I I like you know the tension yeah yeah, and the tension stays there. Like the uh the tension remains, but I feel like some of the words he used, like at one point he says, "We're gonna take it like good little boys or something." I can't stand that line. Mm.
0: I just those those don't like they said you're gonna go werewolf. Yeah, I'm like, what the
2: fuck is that?
0: Like, there are two wolves inside of me. Yeah, like the TikTok cringe over here, like <laughs> the TikTok cringe, yeah. I don't know, just
2: it's just that part. It was like the smallest part of that speech. Mm, and it was it happened to be near the end and it just threw me off the first time every time I've seen that scene actually.
0: I, I think it works just because it's as he goes on with the speech, he gets more and more like emotionally unstable. So like mm. the, what he's saying is not necessarily like he didn't think that out, right? He's just saying what the hell comes in his mind, right? And it's not necessarily, like, the most eloquent thing. So he, it, almost, not, it almost sounds juvenile. That's, that's what I mean. Sense, it's yeah. sort of like, at this point, he's, like, crying about his life, right? Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Which, understandably, his life sucks. So, but it's still, like... It's established he has, like, a sort of childlike mentality, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he mm-hmm. looks at the Murray as a father figure.
1: Even he, the way he's talking is very... So I think it's... Like, kiddish, in a way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, I didn't kill him. Like, like that, type of thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: think that's, I think it works just because of that. Like, yeah, it's obviously like cringe, but like, like yeah. I also was kind of like, it's kind of cringe, bro, but like, I get why it's the dialogue's that way. Mm-hmm. At least that's why I think it is, but, and it's just like, fucking, I think I, the other thing about this scene is just like, fucking, Quentin Tarantino did an interview on this briefly, right? Oh yeah. And then of course Quentin Tarantino will be like, oh, this is fucking Quentin Tarantino saying this is just like a rehash of like taxi driver and king of comedy. I'm like, Quentin Tarantino talking about rehashing old films. Really? You
4: <laughs> like, you're criticizing. Isn't
0: it like Jackie, Jackie Brown, Django Loki's rehashes? I'm like, you're criticizing another director <laughs> for doing that? Quentin Tarantino of all people. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's like, yeah, this one scene was fucking great because it's – he said it was really – he found it very subversive because it's like, yeah, Murray is an asshole comedian like a David Letterman, but, like, he doesn't deserve to die. Like, he doesn't deserve to get shot, but, like, by the end of this scene, you're like, yeah, fuck this – fuck Murray, like, and he gets shot, and you're, like, kind of, like, almost, like, glad he gets shot. Yeah. Like, in a weird way. Like, I'm like, that's kind of true, actually. It's like – Yeah. Does Murray deserve to die? No, he's
1: just an asshole. Yeah. Like, (laughs) He's not a good person, but... <laughs> it, it puts it in perspective. It's like, obviously, when, when I was, one was one watching this film, one I was, one one film, one I was one like, one yeah, fuck these guys, you know? They're assholes for like, the him. Yeah. You know? Like, obviously, it, like you can see why he has a reason. But, like, again, like you're watching this first time, you like, you're, you're conflicted, conflicted yeah. you know? You just look just at Arthur's life, life it's like, I can see yeah. how that happened. But you see these people being fucking assholes. Yeah. In yeah. general. hmm you know, so it's just like, fuck, like, yeah, did,
0: did Murray deserve to die? No, but it's like, did it almost feel like cathartic? I think it's because at this point you're so like invested in his character. Yeah. That, like his sort of like catharsis is your, now yours, right? Yeah. Which is just like, hats off to Walking Phoenix and Todd Phillips and everyone for mm-hmm. drawing you in that well. So, yeah. Another thing about this scene was just uh, another brief commentary on the media where it's just like people are just rebroadcasting this guy getting shot in the head. Yeah. Yeah. I think someone established there's one point where they rebroadcast it and you can hear him bleep out him saying the word fuck where he says, you get what you fucking deserve, but they still show him getting shot. Jesus. So it's like, what?
4: <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: And it's like, they, this has happened in the past in media. There has been episodes of like news just showing people getting shot or yeah. There was a famous thing of a a senator, or a, a a politician who literally shot himself on live news, and, oh. we, and they rebroadcasted it. So, mm-hmm. And it's like you can still find the clip on YouTube if you. I wouldn't recommend it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just it just of goes to show like how fucked up the media is. I think we talked about this briefly. It's like you can show like literally fucking. People being, like, decapitated or, like, chopped in half or
1: whatever, or shot. And then they show, like,
0: a nipple, and you're like, oh, God, no, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or it could be, like, decapitate, no blood, but that's still that's show that. decapitation. Yeah. As long as there's no blood, yeah, people won't care. Yeah. Like, I mean, Star Wars gets away with a lot of that, where, like, you know,
0: he was
1: a limb, he was a head, but there's no blood. Exactly. So it kind of looks...
0: Not so yeah. convincing. But. I think I said also like even the Marvel films, like in Iron Man, like he literally shoots some terrorists in the beginning of the film, mm-hmm. but like they're only allowed to say like the F word once. <laughs> or- yeah, you can only say one F bomb in a PG-13 film. Yeah. So I'm like, what is this like rating system? Like it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like fucking yeah. violence in the media is just like, I don't know. It's just like they're
1: desensitized. Have yeah. you ever watched this no, film's no, not yet rated documentary? documentary? No. Yeah. She talked That's about bad. that in the pod one day Because yeah. it's, it's like, like the, the only documentary, documentary that I'm like yeah. yo This shit like is real The PAA does P. not Make yeah. zero sense No but, yeah.
0: Anyway after he's done This talk show he gets arrested Obviously and then you can see there's chaos Throughout the city Yeah, Obviously inspired by him Inspired by him and he's like Just fucking laughing at it yeah, and then out of nowhere he just gets sideswiped, and then they just pull him out of the car. Which mm. like I don't know how he survived this. He wasn't even wearing a seatbelt, and like the two cops are dead,
1: assumedly, <laughs> and they were fine. Like so, I don't fucking know, you know. So he gets. I was making a joke with John. Like, this guy is hellacompussed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> So, dude he had no, no idea, idea where,
2: where he was, was when he got. Yeah, so
1: when he was standing up on police cars, he had no idea where he was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets back to they just, after he gets pulled out. They briefly cut away to like a uh, fucking Thomas the Wayne family coming out of the theater. Since it's a Batman Zorro, since it's a Batman related film, the yeah, gay the gay Blade of Zorro, <laughs> Zorro, the Gay Blade, yeah, fucking goes down to the theater. A guy follows them and just like, hey, Wayne, do you, you need Joe Chill? That's the clone character name. We don't know who this fucking guy is. <laughs> he could be so Joe Chill so. still. <laughs> this was probably the one part I always just shit on where he, like, shoots them and then he just grabs the pearls and like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and like, for
1: what? <laughs> he didn't even take them. Like, he just fucking did it after
3: he and, shot her. In
1: every Batman movie, he they take the pearls, man.
0: Yeah, I get it, but, like, they already established, like, a different universe. They don't need to do it. That's, uh, like, the one little bit of fan service that they threw in. That's the fan service they threw in for all you Batman fans out there. Yeah. The pearls. <laughs> the pearls, yeah. And then it cuts back to him, and he's, like, on top. He's, like, surrounded by the protesters and gets on top of the car, like, makes the iconic Joker smile out of his mm-hmm. blood. And then, yeah, it cuts to him. He's in a... He's just laughing in, like... What looks like a mental asylum. Yeah. And Arkham. You know, we don't know which one it is. It's
3: Arkham. Let's be yeah, honest. Just,
0: <laughs> once again, another meme says, what do you... It's like, what do you like? It's like, oh, I was thinking about a joke. And it's like, you want to tell us. Like, no, nah, you wouldn't get it. <laughs> and then, yeah. Then it ends the film. So. Well, it paused that he kills, kills the well, he walks out and there's like, his footsteps are like bloody. Mm-hmm. So we assume he killed her, but... Once again, it's established she's
1: unreliable, or what's your seeing in the film is necessarily reliable. Yeah, so um, I got a question for you. Well, two questions, actually. One question, I know we're really long on this one, but I don't give a fuck. Uh, one question is, do you think that this should have been a scene with Joker and the person who killed Joe Chill in this case? It hasn't been named, but it should have a scene together.
3: Should, should they, they have? have, or should, should they
1: have a scene like, no.
4: uh,
3: like
0: in this movie, should they have had? Yeah, uh, no, I don't know.
2: No, I don't think so. No, that would
1: have been really like, what, what would it act I out like, like? You know, like what is it gonna like, be, like? be like? I'm gonna kill his parents tonight. Well, the uh, appreciation type of thing. Like, Oh, you like my, like uh, you're my yeah. idol type of thing. No, I feel
0: like that would have been too much. Yeah. Personally, I feel like it was. good.
1: No, I like yeah.
0: that. I feel like it's fine. It's just like they get killed, like almost off screen in a way,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or it's just like by a random fucking dude. Like,
1: mm-hmm. uh, only reason I mention that because obviously Bruce's parents being killed is such a big moment in the comics. Obviously, for Batman, it's, it's what like, creates Batman. Quite essentially.
4: Yeah, I don't
0: know. Maybe in the well the sequel of the film, maybe they'll focus it on it more. Maybe I don't know what the plot is. Maybe they'll have something with Bruce Wayne and he'll remember it differently, you know. Maybe. But I doubt it's like for this film I don't think is necessary because it's
1: not about Batman, right? So it's, yeah. you know, it's about Joker. So. Exactly. <laughs> right. And second thing, I guess this is the most loaded question of all time. Where do you put Joaquin in this performance with Jokers? What do I... Oh, fuck. It's the most loaded question. Because we're putting live action. But I'm not going to say Mark Hamill. I'm not going to say anybody who else, not Mark Hamill, that played him in anime series. I'm talking about live action now. Now I'm talking about Cesar Romero. Jack
0: Nicholson. Jack uh, Nicholson.
1: Heath Ledger. And Joaquin.
0: What about the new guy? Oh, he's not established. not established yet. yeah, yeah. Jared I mean, I. Put, I,
1: I, I, I you, you said Jared Leto? Jared Luttle? Luttle? No. Oh, Jared Leto! No, fuck! I forgot I, I, Jared Leto. Well,
0: but, okay, I where know, I know you're putting Jared Leto?
1: Apparently, we you were talking about the Batman. Batman. Yeah. You yeah. know how he has like yeah. little like one scene. Yeah. Which we're, we're, not, we're not going to establish that, that, so don't, don't worry about I, that. I, I put, put him, him right on. under Heath Ledger.
2: And I only give look. I only give it to Heath Ledger. I think, obviously, like, uh, Keem's performance. Um, and portrayal a lot more demanding,
4: mm-hmm.
1: a lot more layers to it. Before you answer more, are you aware of all, the, all of the other Joker performances or no? I have never seen any of the other ones. You've seen Jackson. Jack? I've never seen Jack. Nicholson. I've never seen, Nicholson.
4: I've never seen <laughs>
2: Um So yeah, I can't really say. I can't say. Um, mm-hmm. So just for... Th- I'm not even going to talk about Jared levels, I don't like it. Um... <laughs> but Heath Ledger, um, as strictly just looking at it as Joker, I have to give it to uh, Heath because that's all he was in that movie. And I feel like
1: for most of this movie, the Joker, he's not the Joker.
0: He's Arthur. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say. Yeah. You
1: know? Fair enough.
0: Yeah, I think I'd agree with that. If we're talking about like a Joker performance, then Heath Ledger just because of that reason was – He was not really Joker up until the end of the film here. Mm -hmm. Would I say I like overall walking Phoenix's performance better than Heath Ledger's? I think I would personally, Mm. but that's just because also one he's the focus of the film, the film is about him, right? Mm. He got a lot more chances to express himself, right? Like if we made a whole movie with Heath Ledger depicting like the origin of the Joker, then I don't know. I feel like it'd be a more fair
3: judgment.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and the other ones. Uh, after that, I put uh, Jack Nicholson. Just Jack Nicholson was good. Well, so you have so you have Heath and then Jack. Heath? No, no. I
1: put. I still put Walkie uh, Phoenix above Jack Nicholson. Okay. Even though... So Heath, Walkie and then Jack.
0: Yeah, and then Caesar Romero because mm-hmm. it's. Mandy. It's the most comical one, obviously. He did to shave his mustache. Yeah. Just fucking just couldn't do it. Yeah. And then uh Jared Leto. And then...
4: <laughs> Damn,
1: you stop Caesar stop. over Jared Leto?
0: I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's how...
1: Damn. Okay, yeah. Uh, I still with Jared, Jared over you Caesar. I'm
0: fuck. sorry, man. That's fair. I mean... I don't know, man. There's still no more commitment Jared did than fucking Cesar Romero, man. Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, like I said, Cesar Romero didn't even shave There's fucking yeah. stash. Oh, he just put makeup over it. Yeah.
1: You can still see stash.
0: So, yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah. Yeah, you're right, but at the time, I'm just disrespecting Jared Leto as a meme at this point. Yeah.
1: God damn! How oh, my boy falls from grace. Yeah, you morphed too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, what about you? I. Uh, oh fuck. Um. Yeah, I'll still give Heath the edge. Yeah. Walking obviously the second. And, and then third, third. yeah. yeah. Fucking. Fuck. I'm see Jack, and then Jared, and then Caesar. Yeah, I mean, like,
0: Jack Nicholson's performance was fine. It wasn't bad. It was, ex- it
1: was, It yeah, it was good.
0: Yeah, he played, like, a more gangster, comedic joker. Yeah, that's like, fine. He's more how he's depicted sometimes. Though. Yeah,
1: that's why I feel like when Jared gets, like, hated, I'm like, look, he's literally just played Jack Nicholson, the modern version. Yeah. yeah. Like, like the, the Hot topic, topic, topic version of it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, also, except the difference is he was in, like, five minutes of a
0: film where Jack Wilson was, was in, like, half the entire half film. It. So it's like, okay, well. Yeah. Once again, it's like, he, in terms of, like, waiting the performances, it's hard just based
1: on, like, the types of films that or they're just in. Just maybe don't put Joker in the fucking film.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: well, yeah, I mean, don't play the I, most iconic I, character in a the fucking, fucking film, film and he's only going to be 15, 15 minutes in because he's going to be the obviously the most talked about character the
0: in the fucking film. film yeah I mean I even remember watching the trailers it made it seem like he was the main villain of the film or
1: something yeah or you know what just have him as a fucking cameo fucking Mar- Marvel was making fucking cameos with Daniels the entire fucking time. Yeah. So let's we'll just make him a cameo then. Don't <laughs> make him like in the movie.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, but, yeah, that's, uh, I guess we should just, what do you say the rating of the film is? Oh, uh, yeah, we're already here, huh? Oh, shit, we're almost like two. Hours, 30 and 30 minutes minutes. So hours and 30 minutes here. So. Hours and 30 minutes? Almost. Oh. I mean, it's, so it's so the
0: first so episode of New Year, We started off.
1: It started strong, man. <laughs> so, oof. Well, Looking back at it right now. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. I don't think this is a ten out of ten film. It's like, I want to give that rating lucratively. So, so I feel, I feel like, like everything, everything hits. It's a really depressing fucking film. film. And it's walking is fucking a one sauce film. on this. Everybody is working on the like best work and ever, and I appreciate, appreciate that, that. But the only reason I give nine out of ten is uh, it's a movie that I'm not gonna watch multiple times. It's not. I can only give ten out of 10 for a movie that I'm gonna be like. Whenever I feel a certain way, I'm going to fucking watch that. I mean, again, this is my fucking third time watching this film. Nowhere in my life where I said I need to watch Joker yet again. Yeah. And for me, that to me doesn't make me have a 10 out of 10 experience. So I would give it a nine. Fair. But I won't give it a 10. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. John? For the same exact reason. Um, You're going to give it a nine? Like,
2: yeah, I'm going to give it a nine. Um, firing on all cylinders, every aspect of this movie. Um, but, again, I've third time watching it, I feel like I don't have to see this again for a long, long time. So, yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> Until the sequel. Yeah. I I,
0: I'll, I'll talk about time that time.
1: later, but go ahead, Brian.
0: I'm
1: going to give this actually a 9.5.
3: Mm, okay.
0: Just because, in some weird way, I had like some. When I remember first watching, it, I felt like I had some strangely personal connection to the film, which I don't want to get too much into, but <laughs> not anything serious.
4: <to> <laughs> any- you want
0: me to edit this, Brandon, anytime <laughs> soon? <laughs> no, I mean it's I'll just mention it, but it's like, like I said, in some ways, he has like a lot of sympathetic qualities about him. So. Obviously. And it's just like, like I said, I'm not getting a ten out of ten just because, like you said, it's not the kind of film I watch anytime I feel like it. But in the same way, it's like I also feel that's good. It's like it's not because I, I just like I just don't want to watch it because I don't want to be put into that mood, you know. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like I think we mentioned this briefly. It's like sort of a No Country for Old Men situation where it's like great film. Would I watch it anytime? No. Like, mm. but I can, it's a good film like,
1: yeah, yeah so. you can't take that away yeah, exactly, so, but yeah
0: good movie overall
1: and yeah I mean, it was a great movie, this is one of the only movies that made a billion dollars it was the first R-rated film to reach over a billion dollars worldwide yeah. yeah, that's fucking crazy if you really think about it it was Deadpool and then Joker now Deadpool 2 or oh, so 2, made a billion. Uh, uh, no, it
0: didn't. They didn't make a billion. Only like, Joker they did. made like 700 million.
1: Oh, oh okay. yeah. Only Joker did. So, obviously, despite propaganda and fucking how everything, it still made a billion. Yeah. You could even say that fucking like the propaganda made it to a billion. Yeah. In I mean, some way. I mean, I think it deserved the success. I mean, if Walking Phoenix never made
0: another film, I think is at this point he's established in like cinema. So yeah, yeah that would be a fantastic film song.
1: So obviously we have uh, Joker Two in the de- de- development right now.
0: Joker Two is and French name. A f-
1: <laughs> folie <adieu. laughs> Yeah, what does that
0: <laughs> mean again? I don't know.
1: I forgot what it Something means. Too. <laughs> Something two. Something two. Yeah. So uh, for me, um, I'm excited about it. Do I think Lady Gaga is perfect for Harley Quinn? 100%. Is it
0: a musical? Apparently it yeah, is. it's Which a musical. I'm interested to see, you know,
1: yeah, how it works out. Because in my opinion, like, the way that, like, this movie ends, to see where Joker ends up, it makes sense.
2: We're definitely getting a lot more. I feel like it's not going to be as depressing.
1: It's not going to be a depressing movie.
2: It's
0: going to be, a, like, a maniacal one, you know? Lots yeah. Lots of... I mean, it's crazy stuff happening. I mean, I think that's a good thing, though, because you don't want it to just be like Joker again, right? Yeah. You want it to be different. Yeah. Like, he's already gone through his literal Joker arc, as mm. the kids say. Yeah. So, and we already saw that. we don't need to see it again, right? We don't need to be like, oh, man, this guy's life sucks even
1: more still. So, like. Yeah, exactly. So, like, so you just see... How his mind envisions things, as just like this film, how his mind envisioned things yeah. to be perfect. So maybe in this way, you get more a chaotic sense of things since it's already Joker. So I'm excited about it. I'm fucking upset. I not it's going to come in 2023, it's, it's coming in 2024. 2024. Yeah, it's coming out next year in yeah. late in fall. Yeah, yeah oh, that'll come around fast though. Oh, hopefully, <laughs> since, oh, hopefully, man. I ain't getting any younger. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So, fuck it, we're cracking really long on time, but this has been a fucking great review, man. Yeah, you yeah, know, I, like I said, I, I, I think I
0: suggested the film just because I wanted to do a more, a longer analytical one. Yeah,
1: of course. 100%. Uh, John, thank you for being on the show, man. Thank you thank for having me. Yeah, thank, thank you for coming. You're always going to be here. Don't touch my subway so, coupons. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, can you stop holding I'm this? Sorry, i, I was fidgety. I, I have, have to, to fidget, fidget with, with something. <laughs> well, yeah, start with something, something that, that doesn't, doesn't make noise. Start right? the podcast with the coupons. Why end with the coupons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right, guys, I'm Jimmy. That is John, and that is Grizzle. Don't call me that. Can, can I be jizzle you want to be genius? no, you don't want to be Jezel. Oh, you would be, be Gissel, actually. No, he's Brizzle Brand.
0: Brizzle Brand. Brand? What? What am I fucking like? It sounds like fucking well, like a candy. Like <laughs> a, like a cereal. <laughs> Brizzle Brand.
1: <laughs> what kind of chocolate bar is that? It's that's Brizzle Brand. That's Brandon, and I'm Jimmy, and I'm out of here. So, thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs> Bye.